We have uh, audio Marlon Brando trashing Burt Reynolds that uh, Eric is pointing out here. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah, but by the time you get the bells over it and all that stuff, who the f*** is going to know? I don't think he is. I think it's Burt Reynolds. That's one of the reasons we're doing Don't say that name around me. Do you not like him? Uh, he is the epitome of something that makes me want to throw up. He's a nice guy. He is? You want to come in here? Well, what do you think? No, you don't. I don't know why I hate him. So he is a nice guy, is what I'm saying. He can't be. He's, uh, he, he's the epitome of everything that's disgusting about the thespian. <laughs> Just holy. He has a, you get that idea. I don't he, know him at he all. He worships at the temple of his own narcissism. You want to try totally him? narcissistic person. Well, I don't want to meet him either. Get in there. Let's get this thing. You know what, I, what really disgusted me? I saw him on the TV one time. It was at an opening of some movie he did called The Cat Cat Dancing. And he had ordered some Indian kids there because it was a little... Uh, anti-Indian and he wanted to make some compensations for it so he ordered a little Indian kid there brought in from someplace so the kid was brought in it was about a three or four year old kid and he wanted to show how loving he was to the kid so he stooped down and was playing for the cameras of oh how I love children and that kind of thing and the kid started to go away to go off camera so he pulled the kid back and was trying to make the kid make a, a a little scene of how sweet Bert was and, and respected children. But it was, it was such a shitty, the whole idea of it, hustling children, so you could... Did you ever know him? Project, no, no, no. making those fart noises now that's all i can think of it's fart noises you got anything to talk about so uh the last week yeah let's catch up everything that's been going on oh the olympics uh, Duh. the olympics oh, is Jesus. out there um have they started the curling yet oh yeah i feel like i haven't been in bars which is uh, not been good like yeah it's you do shit like that and it's supposed to be better for you you're mm-hmm. supposed to like feel good about it no, this is, it hasn't been good for me. No? No, I'm just bored out of my mind, yeah. sitting at home with nothing to do. Probably get you I a could bars. probably be watching curling at the Olympics. Yeah, I what caught... what I usually do this time of the year. I caught a little bit of that. Or so. uh, duos, competitive duos, curling. Uh, you love to see it. People yeah. out there helping people. I learned a little bit about the terminology. Mm-hmm. The series of circles. Yeah. That's known as the house. Okay. You want to get your, Take your stones house. in the house. Take it to the house. Each one of those stones weighs 42 pounds. American. Yeah, no, American. Yeah, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? It's got a little concaved area. They're made out of granite. What is it? What do they weigh in stones, I wonder? Uh, it, there's no way to tell. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and the, the middle uh, circle, mm-hmm. the very middle, Sure. that's referred to as the button. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's something else we call the button, there man. There you go. There you go. That's pretty good. Uh, oh, and before they start each competition, the two teams shake hands and say, good curling. How do they know yet? 
Oh, I guess it's a it's a wish. Yeah. We're hoping for a good curling. Yeah. Seems like something you'd do afterwards. Like uh traditionally in Little League, it's 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 afterwards you yeah. tell people good curling. There's a new uh triple flip that the men are pulling out at the snowboarding for the Olympics. Okay. I'm still not comfortable with snowboarding being an Olympic event. Like uh that was the X Games thing. We're the people that have snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Now what sets them apart? Just their energy drink fucking contracts? Pretty much. It's, just keep X Games in the X Games and keep uh, games for rich people in, in the Olympics. Yeah. Like skiing. Make people have to come here to compete? ski school Because the then they won't. With Chainsaw from uh, summer school. Oh, how was that? Was, uh, I, w- I had seen it when I was a kid and was like, okay, it's one of those movies. Yeah. But uh, pretty boring. Oh. There's like two sets of boobs in the whole thing. That's a disappointment. And it's like this like movie about people partying on the, the fucking slopes. Like, it should be too... You should be two, two boobs, two boobs every, per like half yeah, minute. Every fucking, let's say eight minutes to be conservative, okay. probably. It's huge disaster. But uh, Chainsaw also, uh, I watched one of his movies, Miracle Beach, Ooh. where uh, the young daughter from uh, Who's the Boss's young daughter? Hey, uh, speaking of which, it's Angela's birthday. She's out of control, that movie, where his oh. young daughter gets hot and starts dating. So the hot chick nice. from that is a magic genie. Who chainsaw finds in a bottle, and then oh. she's like getting him all these like mansions and chicks and shit. That's and there's cool. tits all through that movie. Well, that sounds that's like, like a lot better movie. Minute. Yeah, it's it's way better. If you're if you want to watch movies with chainsaw from summer school, yeah. Uh, there's one more coming up. I got to watch called Rockula, where he's some sort of Ooh. rock and roll Dracula. Yeah. That and on a high good. note, could be pretty good. I don't know. That's uh, I don't know how many boobs are going to be in it. We call that uh. High floor, high ceiling, you know? Mm, that, that's right. Well, yeah. that's, that's probably more low floor, so call it high the, ceiling. In the curling game. Yeah, in the curling community. But you're not here to talk curling. You're here to no. talk action movies because it's baby oil and blow and action stravaganza palooza. Mm-hmm. Talk them up, shoot them up, kill them up, fry them up, curl them mm-hmm. up. However you serve them up, we're here for it. I'm one half of your hosts. I am Matt O. With me. Oh, that's lovely. As always, hey, how's it going? You are the other famous snowboarder to my Sean White. You are oh, Nate Adams. Oh, Sean White. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. I knew Sean White. He's the one who looks like Carrot Top, right? Yeah, yeah you're the other one everybody knows. God damn it. It's, you're always backing me into a corner like that. What, what, how, how am I going to come up with you it? Know, you know that snowboarder? Oh, you know, the other one? Uh, uh, Lance? <laughs> Yeah, Shredrickson. He's, he's so Lance Shredrickson was that <laughs> guy. Man, clutch. He he kills it. Matt. Yeah. What are your Super Bowl picks coming up? It's, it's, oh, it's going to be the big game. The only bet I think I'm going to make is the uh, over under on the national anthem, and I think I'm uh-huh. going under. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think they're going to finish it? I think they will, and I think it'll finish. In under the amount of time that they oh, guess. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah. Who's, who's singing it this year? Is it Aretha Franklin again? That's who they get every year, right? She no, yeah. no, I was in Detroit like oh. the year she died. Okay. She's not alive. Yeah. yeah. Or else that city was making a big fuss up, out of nothing. She dies. Coincidence? Yeah. I think not. I, I went drop dead at the sight of you showing up in Detroit. I went, uh, I was at Lake, Lake, yeah, I drove past Lake Minnetonka maybe like... Two that years that before Prince, Prince died. Prince threw vanity in. Yeah. Oh, man. What a little dick he was in Purple Rain. Well, you know. Just a cocky little dick, We're going through some parent I've issues. I've got daddy issues. Yeah. I can be mean to everybody I come across. Yeah. I don't you think know. so, Prince. No? There's still time to be a gentleman, you know? A little gentleman. 
Now, when Morris Day is done fucking that woman, so uh-huh. he has his goon thrower in a dumpster, mm-hmm. that's good shit, pal. Well, that's just classic. That's just, that's just yeah. funny, like uh, 80s party movie hijinks. Yeah. Fucking chainsaw. I hope you throw a bitch in a dumpster in Rockula when I watch it later tonight. Just there you go. Fingers crossed. Dare to dream. Oh. Dare to dream. Uh, also coming up this week, Valentine's Day. It's, it's a big, oh, uh, yeah. it's a big thing. A lot What's of people telling you, get your reservations made. Yeah. Hey, look at this, uh, red colored cocktail that we've got on special. It's got muddled strawberries in it. Come, come pay $200 for a dumb dinner. Now. I'm glad you brought this up because oh, there's yeah. there's a company that's also jumped on this bandwagon, mm. uh, a food company. Uh, Doritos. No, you're you're man, right church, wrong pew. Oh, okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like it's stoner junk food. Okay, good. Uh, talking about those uh, heart shaped uh, tasty cakes. Well, we're going a little higher class here. Okay, something. Uh, I saw one of those the other day. I was f- like, Who wouldn't mind putting down one of those? Something affordable, but always ready and available and tasty. Oh, we're we talking about Little Caesars hot. Little ladies? Caesars, baby. Yeah, they've got a a nice line of jewelry out mm-hmm. for uh, just in time for that sounds good for Valentine's. Yeah. Uh, they also have for ninety dollars. That doesn't sound too bad. There's a hoodie and jogger mm. so you can dress uh-huh. like your favorite crazy bread mm. excuse me they got a 90 dollar like hoodie jogger combo and it makes you look like crazy bread yeah the How arms so? and the legs look like crazy bread i guess that's pretty cool and then like the torsos like a you know the little caesar's logo i was gonna say is is little caesar on it at all or yeah. is it just like oh yeah the texture of crazy bread no i guess it makes your arms and legs look like crazy bread that's pretty that's only 90 dollars. that's only 90 dollars. is multiple sizes okay yeah hmm, i know what i'm doing on valentine's yeah. day for sure now right now is there anything special about the hot and radies are they gonna give you like heart-shaped pepperonis or anything on there uh that could really push it over the top n- no but you can get one of those uh Batman. Oh, the pizzas they Bat zones or yeah. whatever the fuck they got. Half pizza, half calzones. <laughs> Batazone, huh? Big things are popping. Little things are stopping over at the Little Caesars. Yeah. I hope uh, they have a big game day because this, this is upcoming Sunday. I think it's going to be a pretty good uh, weekend for yeah, them. Yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty good weekend for yeah. a lot of people yeah. that aren't... Uh, bartending in a place with no TVs like me. It's gonna be this is gonna be a bad Sunday for me, Matt. Oh, you're working? Oh yeah. Oh that's yeah, a mistake. That's, that's a big mistake for yeah. sure. That's a Jack Slater uh, big mistake. It's gonna not be a fun weekend for me, but it's gonna be a fun middle of the week right now because we're celebrating, man, big time right here. What do we got? It's a birthday fucking, or something? It's a Burt's Day, is what oh, we got right here. Oh mercy! Happy fucking Burt's Day! If you're listening to this on the 11th, hey, happy Burt's Day. Burt's away. Let me oh. pop open a top oh, of that original. There we go. Right there. Cheers. That's a banquet beer, banquet huh? Beer right there. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Pull of that for Bert. Oh, yep. That uh, certainly tastes like domestic beer. It's been a while since that's been in my mouth. That's it's, nice, huh? That taste doesn't change. That's good. That's right, yeah. Mm. That's a good one, though. Oh, uh, we've been celebrating the man, the myth, the legend all month long. Uh, Bert Reynolds is the guy. And he this, is. This being his official birth week, we decided we should talk about his, uh, you know, his biggest fucking movie of all time. That's what right. We're do. Um, before we get into the rundown here, we want to read uh, the tops of our bottle caps. No, I got here. It right here. Uh, I, I want to just. I thought apropos here. Does get you ready for talking about this? Oh, okay. I've got uh, on howstuffworks.com. Oh, the uh, the ultimate trucker uh, slanguage quiz. Oh, let's so, go. Yeah, I'm gonna 
put you through this here a little I, bit. I think, see, I think I got a pretty good shot. We're going to see how shot. you do on this test right here. Um, yeah. These are multiple choice. So okay. I'll wait until I give you all the, the answers here. First question. It, can I blurt them out if I'm cocky? Yeah, okay. What is road pizza referred to? Okay. A, roadkill. Mm-hmm. B, bad cars. C, poor drivers. D, reckless pedestrians. Let's go with roadkill. Yeah, this is what I was going to go to. Oh, man, we got it right here. How about it? Hell yeah. What does Roger mean? A, no. B, danger ahead. C, road closed. D, yes. Yes. Oh, we're killing this right here. Fucking yeah. Correct answer right here. If that means yes, what does affirmative mean? Hmm. A, no. B, yes. C, danger ahead. D, slow down. Now, I want to go with C, but I'm thinking it's going to be B, yes again. Okay, let's see if they're just trying to trick us. Yeah, turns out affirmative does just mean okay. yes. All right. Affirmative. You don't say affirmative. Affirmative. You say no problemo. Yeah. Uh, Matt, what is an alligator? Uh. A piece of tire in the road, a literal alligator, a landmine, or D, any roadkill? That's going to be A. Mm, I like that, yeah. Ooh, we're fucking on a roll right here. Yeah. Doing great. If a trucker on CB radio is known as Ratchet Jaw, it means that they are A, talkative, B, silent, C, using a bad connection, or D, funny. Hmm. 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 Man, I think A, but I'm going to go C, bad connection. I'm going to go C, bad connection as well. Let's see. Oh, no, it is A, talkative. Son of a bitch. Stuck with your uh, instincts Always go with the gut. If a trucker says something is at your back door, Uh that means that there is something A, behind you, (laughs) B, far away, C, in front of you, D, next to you. Well, it's it's kind of a gimme right there. It's going to be behind 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 you. This is the ultimate uh, quiz? I don't know. I don't know. Matt, if a trucker says they have too many eggs in the basket, Uh-oh. their truck is A, broken, B, leaking, C, overweight, yeah, or D, buddy. in tip-top shape. C, overweight. Yeah, that's right. Just You can use context clues with most of these things. These truckers aren't pulling yeah. these, these words out of nowhere. Turns out. During which season might you see a salt shaker on the road? Oh. A, winter, B, spring, Probably D, summer, summer for C, margaritas. summer, D, no, You're let's go. Final answer? Let's C go. Summer for margaritas? You, maybe. Okay. Could be winter, though. No. Oh, it's winter, as it turns oh, son out. Son of a bitch. Here's one. It's that was like, a tough one. This is one that's going to be talking about a lot today. A bear is Ooh. A, a poor driver, B, a law enforcement officer, C, a drunken driver, or D, a seasoned trucker. Might that be a Smokey the Bear? Mm-hmm. A cop? Ooh, yeah. Oop, that's a cop. Matt, what does Wally World refer to? Wally World. Walmart, truck stops, parking lots, or the state of Wyoming? Oh, man. Um, whoo, I think they used Wally World before Walmarts, though. Hmm, that was, that's uh, a hang-up right there. Walmart so it makes could sense. be truck stops, but I know mm-hmm. that Wally World today means Walmart, so I'm mm-hmm. going to guess this is a modern quiz and say it walmart is on the internet yeah Let's see if walmart Ooh, it's correct oh phew it can refer to any walmart store or distribution center okay yeah wow matt what does 95th street refer to mm-hmm. any highway the lincoln tunnel way stations or interstate 95 interstate 95 that is correct which is featured in our film tonight it certainly is very exciting what's going on what does left coast refer to <laughs> the u.s mexico border 
the West Coast, odd-numbered highways, or the state of Montana? Let's go West Coast, Johnny. I feel like that's a trucker slang. No. Just feel like if a way station is all locked up, mm. it's A, backed up, mm-hmm. B, missing, C, closed, or D, open for business. <laughs> missing. <laughs> I swear to God, I was here the other day. It's like mile marker, mile marker. 12. I don't understand what could have happened. Oh, uh, we're gonna say all backed up oh, for locked wow. up. Wrong answer. But it is closed. It means it's closed. Son of a bitch. It's two. Okay, I feel like we're getting. Ooh, yeah, we're not even getting to the end of this thing. This is this is ridiculous. This is tough. <laughs> this is really the ultimate quiz. <laughs> this is a, man. Okay, I don't like this one. No. A driving award is oh. a a new trucker. B a police officer. C, a speeding ticket, or D, a lighter? Let's go with C, speeding a ticket. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Matt, what does the chicken coop refer to? The way station, a traffic stop, an accident, or headlights? The chicken coop? That's right. Huh. And those options, again? Way station, Mm -hmm. traffic stop, accident, or headlights? I guess it's got to be the way station. Try it out. Yeah, we got that correct. Well, yeah, too many eggs in the basket. Okay, I'm going to chicken coop. One more here. It's very important for the movie today, and then we're going to close this out. If one trucker tells another to hammer down, what are they asking them to do? Stop, go faster, wait for them, or slow down. Never slow down. Never slow down. Never wait. Always go, go faster. faster. That's right. We're putting the hammer down. Hell right yeah! Into our next segment, <laughs> which is the rundown. This week, the, the rundown, rundown is being brought to us by the Lions Den, that uh, chain of porno adult mag places that video stores on stores. exits that I would assume are only being kept in business in 2022 by truckers stopping in there. Um, Those things are just places yeah. for truckers to jerk off, right? Like the the, the lions dens. Oh, truckers People and local really weirdos going down to the like highway exit to buy like dildos. Are they? There's other places you can get dildos. I feel like. I mean, I'm sure there is a large amount of uh, housewives that you've met in the area that go to the one in Lowell. Oh, yeah, well, so that the nicest one in the state husbands can watch them. Outside. You know, service other men. Oh. Ugh, that's, that's a lifestyle that, happens, that happens. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that lol one. I had no idea. I don't know how skeezy that one is. Matt, the rundown is of the 1977 film Smokey and the Bandit. I've heard of that one. This is a film with a runtime of 96 minutes. Man. A budget of $4.3 million. That's mostly just in flipped cars. That is. Gross of this thing. Hundred and twenty six million. It was a fucking sensation. That's probably got to be the highest this was grossing a movie that year. Goddamn sensation. There's probably no other movie that could touch it, was, it that year. Like Seventy seven. Did Star Wars come out that year? I think. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, maybe number two. It maybe was, number two. It was number two. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has this at seventy seven percent. Seventy seven for seventy seven. Audience rating though eighty four percent. This is a movie of the yeah. people right here. Right. We're talking about this, absolutely. This going on. It's not for the man. Director of the film, a little guy named Hal Needham. We talked You're talking about, about fucking movie, Burt Megaforce. Reynolds stunt driver talked and about stunt man. Stunt coordinator from last week's movie, White Lightning. Talk about the guy who directed uh, Rad, that BMX movie that's got Aunt Becky in it. People love that movie. 
Body Slam, that wrestling movie that's got Roddy Piper and Tanya Roberts, oh, which I've never seen. Yeah. I vaguely remember that thing. Me neither. Yeah. Whatever. This is this stuff, so. It's a thing, though. Basically, though, this is, you know, Burt Reynolds' go-to guy in the 1970s. Yeah. When you want to make a car movie, you get old Hal Needham. Yeah. Stars of this film. It's Hal. You need him. <laughs> <laughs> Burt Reynolds is playing Bo Bandit Darville. A race car driving piece of man meat. Whoa. Uh, you recognize Burt Reynolds, not only from us talking about him all month, from, but from playing the character Mentor in both Universal Soldier 2, Brothers in Arms, it's, as well as yeah. Universal Soldiers 3, Unfinished Business. A lot of people didn't think they'd get him back for that yeah, third one. but very, very underrated movie right there. It did. Also, uh, if you're more a fan of the small the screen, I'm sure you recognize him from playing himself in season two, episode eighteen of the new WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Johnny goes to Hollywood. Oh, he just died. Yeah, by the way. exactly. Yeah. Rest in peace, Howard Hessman. Yeah. In this episode, uh, Johnny sells the idea of a radio DJ played by himself working at a wacky station in Cincinnati to a TV producer. How is that for being meta? His yeah. friends from WKRP come visit him on the set. Those Cincinnati people out in Hollywood? That's got to be crazy. Less whatever mm-hmm. and all the other ones. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and Lonnie. Lonnie. And Lonnie was in Lonnie there. Anderson. Sally Field is in this film. Speaking whoa, 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 of uh, Lost Loves of Burt Reynolds. You got you to gotta talk about Burt Reynolds also being on Evening Shade. We got a whole month of talking about Burt Reynolds here. Don't worry. We'll get to Evening Shade. I always like to point out that he was in Evening Shade. Sally Field plays Carrie, a crazy woman who almost marries a dumb cop and then gets abducted by a criminal. We we know a lot of women like her. Yeah, yeah, they're out there. Uh, She was Gidget and Gidget. Mm -hmm. She was the flying nun and the flying nun. Uh, she got fooled by her husband putting on an old lady makeup and doing a goofy British accent in Mrs. Doubtfire. Stupid bitch. <laughs> One of the dumbest characters ever. You Redeemed know? herself, I think, a little bit after that debacle Do by, uh, later. doing the voice of Sassy the Cat in Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, which, you know, I'm sure that was, uh, cashing, cashing a lot of checks for that one, I imagine. That sounds like easy work, Sassy, Sassy the Cat. Sassy, uh, Michael J. Fox was the other, was the dog. There was two dogs, wasn't and there? And who was the other dog? Mm, let's say Liam Neeson. Okay, I was just gonna say C. Thomas Howell, but we're both right. Michael J. Fox, don't! It's a trap! Also, uh, Forrest Gump's mom. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. She sure did care about his schooling. That's right. Still, still had a great can. <laughs> back in <the laughs> Jerry Reed is in this film as Cletus Snowman Snow. Oh hell a yeah! Fucking trucker. Uh, you know Jerry Reed from being a country music singer, famous country for. Music. Uh, I am. Have you heard of this one? Eastbound and Down, the theme song for the movie Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, pay attention. Yeah. Also, uh, fans of this podcast, I'm sure, will recognize him from playing the character Red Bolu in The Waterboy. Oh, hell yeah. That's right. Also, he voiced himself in the new Scooby-Doo movies, season one, episode 14, The Phantom of Country Music Hall, where uh, Scooby and the gang visit the country music hall and try to find their missing friend, Jerry Reed. Know what I'm doing it's tomorrow. Gotta be, it's got to be a good one right there. Know what I am doing you tomorrow. Think he gets high and eats a big sandwich with Shaggy at any point? <sighs> Fingers crossed, man. Yeah, it could be good. Matt, Jackie Gleason is in this film playing a uh, villain, the villainous Sheriff Buford T. Justice of mm. Portico County, Texas. He's a cop. 
Uh, this the character guy, alone I think, gets the air horn. I think won the Oscar for being Minnesota Fats and the Hustler, didn't he? Did they give him an Oscar for that shit? I thought he won the Oscar for this. Oh, maybe, no, no, no. We're both mistaken. Uh, it says here he won the Oscar for ple- being the character U.S. Bates in the movie The Toy. That's, uh, That's yep. Also, he was Ralph yep. crammed in the Honeymooners. Come on. You ever heard of it? One of it's these the days. the biggest Flintstones ripoff TV ever came out with. Thank you. So many of you to say it. Uh, Mike Henry is in this film playing Junior, uh, Buford's baby boy uh, cop son. Yeah, his young son. He uh, doesn't speak much in this movie, if you if you noticed. And it's yeah. Because he was mostly a big chiseled hunk in sure all the was. Tarzan movies back in the day. Yeah, he was Tarzan in Tarzan in the Valley of Gold, Tarzan in the Great River, oh. and in Tarzan and the Jungle Boy. Good for him. Also, he was Mike in season four, episode 11 of Fantasy Island, The Artist and the Lady. Oh. Where dying Elizabeth Blake looks into her unborn child's future, and untalented artist Kermit Dobbs wishes to paint a great masterpiece. <laughs> That's a heavy one. Yeah, it's fucking. It's a lot to pack into one episode. I hate when those untalented artists stumble their way onto your fantasy I saw island. Saw a great twofer and a fresh prince at the uh, bar the other night, mm-hmm. where uh, one of them was the one where. Uh, the guy named the Strangler, uh, Will, witnessed him killing somebody. So then the family had to go into witness protection, and he was hunting him down, trying to strangle him the entire time. Sounds like late series. And oh yeah, these are both. And then uh, another one where a very very hot short haired lady uh, took Will out to a cabin for a nice uh, vacation, and then turned crazy and chained him up to a chair and was going to deliverance him. I was just like, this is what? a night of high stakes fucking Fresh Prince episodes. Man. They're dropping on me right here at two in the morning. I really enjoyed it. No wonder Will turned to Scientology. Yeah, His life got out of, year out of that sorts. Matt, Pat McCormick is in this film mm-hmm. playing Big Enos. Big rich guy. Enos. an appreciation for Coors Beer. Woo! Yeah, get you some of that. Um, God, it still tastes like Coors beer. Uh, this guy was the ghost Mind of the present in the movie Scrooged. Yeah. He also played Norm Chauncey Whoa. in season one, episode seven of Cop Rock, Copophiliac, which is just a great title. Right? Wait, Cop Rock? Yeah, he was in season one, episode seven of Cop Rock, Copophiliac. Wow. Uh, and this one, LaRusso's speech makes him look like a hero. Ruskin's jealousy borders on violence. <clears throat> and Potts is accused of betraying the force. Okay. Yeah. Pretty serious right It's there. a heavy episode, man. Heavy. heavy. There's that word again. There's that word again. Something wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull in cop musical TV shows? Oh, Doc, my hands won't stand still. Uh, we got a big Enos. We got to have a little Enos. Yeah. This is played by Paul Williams. He's, mm. he's the son of the rich guy, Little Enos. Mm. This guy is primarily a songwriter responsible for the Rainbow Connection from the fucking Muppets movie. Two of the greatest well, sad songs ever. As well as the theme from The Love Boat. This guy... Kind of a fucking genius. And he wrote, rainy days and Mondays always get me down. Uh, We're not going to get down, though, when we hear the tagline of this film right here. What's that going to be? The tagline here is, what we have here is a total lack of respect for the law. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's just like inviting you to a party, basically. Yeah. Plot of this film. What is it? I think we just said it. complex. A race car driver tries to transport an illegal beer shipment from Texas to Atlanta in under 28 hours. 
picking up a reluctant bride to be Ooh. on the way. Ooh. A runaway bride, some might call them. Runaway bride. Matt, that was the rundown. Uh, let's get into the next segment of our podcast, which we always call bullet points. Because it's when we go through our notes and we uh, talk about all the big things that happen in the, in the movies we're watching. A lot of them happen in this movie. Maybe we should call them mustache points. Mustache points. And I don't know why we do that. Uh, Spitball. Yeah, He's know. got points to the ends of we his mustache. To, we, we only talk about the mustache for the entire... The, the, I mean, well, we're here now. so much to say about the mustache, yeah. quite frankly. This is his first mustache movie yeah, we're covering. That's right. It's, it's a big yeah. milestone right here. Matt, yeah. let's get into your notes and uh, see what your first bullet points oh, yeah. were as you sat down to watch Smokey and the Bandit. We got uh, just good old snowman singing about trucks. That's right. And a man called Bandit from Atlanta, GA. Uh, Coors beer tastes a lot better now that I'm not also drinking coffee at the same time i was wondering what your issue was it's a delicious beer it's it says, the best of the domestics of uh, the cap right here that it's only brewed with high country barley so mine said uh Good barley as far as i'm i got that one but my first one that i've folded into it looks like a metal vagina now okay yeah says uh sweat is the cologne of success i think oh that's... yeah yeah sweat is the cologne of success that's weird that's it doesn't make me think about beer like working hard and well, succeeding. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, that's yeah, that's fair. Opening this movie, the sun's setting, an engine's revving, mm-hmm. country music is on the radio. We're in for a long haul. This is what's happening right here. Just I like what ready. you did there. This is right away. We're seeing some trucking happening, yep. and we 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 go to a place where there's racing going on. So mm-hmm. you're like, what's the ultimate seventies movie? How how's it gonna? Is this going to be a booze running movie? That's very popular in the decade. Is it going to be a trucking movie? That's very, maybe a movie that intermingles both of them into one beautiful package is what we got going on here. Yeah, with a little bit of racing. This is when we get our first glimpse of Bandit 2 as it's on its way uh, to wherever it's going. This is this is a beautiful mm. this is a beautiful trailer this thing's pulling right here. Oh hell this yeah! Big mural of the stagecoach and the yeah. horses on it just this puts you in a time and place right here. Always... I ain't I ain't in no Yankee state. I know right no, away sir. when I'm looking at this fucking no, truck sir. out here on the road. This is from a bygone era of a bygone time. That's you know? right. Uh huh. Um. So uh, cut all the way to fucking our first appearance of Coors Beer in this yep. movie. We get some. Some, some cops pulling over a trucker and hassling him for having Coors beer on his truck. This yeah. is very important uh, plot point we're getting right here. If the movie's already dropping plot on us, yes, it turns sir. out it's illegal to move Coors beer east of the Mississippi River. That's right. You try to get that shit out of Texas, you're, you're liable to get fucking taken down by a Smokey. That's true. Which is very, very weird that... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I got like all the dry county fucking uh, weird rules from growing up watching Andy Griffin uh-huh. and all that. I understood that. Like, oh, over here can be a dry county. That can be a wet county. But Coors beer can't, uh, well, Nathan, can't be allowed in certain states. That's, that's a weird time they were living in back in the day. I'm glad you asked. Let's talk about a little history of Coors beer. Back in 1977, Coors, although now one of the great domestic beers that we know that's right yeah at the time was small market to Colorado. making they loved it out rocky there. mountain spring water they loved it out they were making that the beer west out of. coast but was they and do did not pasteurize their beer oh no so there had to have been so much bacteria in there you couldn't ship it 
up to so many miles due to refrigeration mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Past so many hours, whatever it was. <laughs> fucking, you get a refrigerated truck, you fucking, jeez. Well, cheap, cheap pieces of shit. People want their Coors beer. Let's make it happen. It just turned into, you weren't allowed to, you know. Or maybe if you have somebody the who can drive fast enough, you can uh, get Ooh. that beer delivered in a safe Before window. Before it goes bad. Maybe another idea I got going on Either way, Coors Beer, a delicacy, and if you get caught with it, that's the cops. Uh, they're going to take you down, and that's going to be a big old bust they're for them. Gonna. They're going to make their careers on it. Oh, yeah. And you could tell these cops, they don't like, they don't care that people are just trying to have a good time. They no, want to take people do. down and ruin their lives right here. These people, they're pieces of shit. Yeah. Cut yeah. to a semi-trucks drag racing in the dirt. Oh, yeah. a thing that happens in the South. Yeah, the tra- you truck see pull. This? Seems like a great fucking time. Uh, Big Enos and Little Enos show up to mm-hmm. this fucking semi-drag fucking mm-hmm. strip wearing just matching bright blue suits. Looking great. Yeah, looking great. Their name's very fitting. The big one is very big, and the little one is very little. Yeah. Um, fucking, they're like, hey, here we are to get this movie started. We've only got a brief 96 minutes. Mm-hmm. We got to make sure this plot fucking gets kicked off. Enter Burt Reynolds. Boom. As the bandit. This is is this has gotta be Burt Reynolds' most iconic entrance into a movie here. Them rolling up on him, just napping in that uh in the middle of all this chaos, just napping in the fucking hammock, hat pulled down over his eyes. First time we see him, he pulls that hat up and gives yeah. it the iconic laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I do right there. You know you're in a Burt Reynolds movie. I do love uh, this. I will agree with you. It's the best introduction. Mm-hmm. Like this is the very first. This is we his, see like Indiana Jones fucking comes bandit. out of the shadows moment. But I do like the getting to know the character in a longest yard when he's you. right before he goes into the warden's office and he has that oh, little conversation with the secretary. No, that's Adam Sandler's character. That's you're thinking my of. bad. Kurt Reynolds played the that's coach my bad. In, in that film. Which one's Kevin Nash in? <laughs> I think he's in both of them. Oh, good. Um, yeah, fucking cool as shit. Uh, they're like, uh, hey, we want to hire you to do some illegal shit. He's like, I don't know. Maybe we should walk and talk about it. Yeah. So they get up and do a little walk and talk where they're laying out the like all the particulars of what they want to hire him for. And I'm not really listening because all I'm no. thinking about is like, damn, Bert's got like six pounds of hog shoved into those yeah. tight flared at the bottom 70s jeans right there. Yep. This is a guy. I don't think this guy had any undergarments on. You could no. see like, you could you could see dickhead. Like, All of it. So tight. He's All in, of in, it. Particularly in the crotch of these jeans, he's rocking some light denim. So just like you're seeing every little nuance of what's with that hog he's pulling around with him. Hell yeah. Pretty pretty exciting. You're seeing Smokey and his bandit. Yeah, that's right. But uh, I, I did have to go back after being mesmerized just by like the size yeah. of this dork this guy was uh, dragging around to uh, write down. Okay, we got to we got to make it from Texarkana to uh-huh. Georgia uh-huh. with a full load of 400, 400 cases, cases of Coors Colorado beer. Kool Aid. That's yeah, Coors Original, the banquet beer. Hell yeah! And, uh, they got to do it in 28 hours. That's right. He's gonna pay Burt Reynolds eighty thousand dollars. That's a 1977 money right there. Oh, that's, that's big a one. Pretty penny right there. For plus a, these guys just wanting a bunch of Coors beer. Plus a couple extra expenses. Yeah, that's right. Fucking, he's just like, all right, uh, I'm gonna need a fast fucking car. I'm gonna mm-hmm. need to drive a fucking fast car. Uh, a really fast car. Give me a lot of money. Fucking, I don't know. Probably have to get burgers at some point. So like, throw yep. another twenty on there. This guy's 
Little Enos is just pulling out hundos. Yeah. Just passing them Burt Reynolds' way. These guys are very rich. It's that Carpenter's money, man. This fucking, is this what they are? Yeah, the, no, no, no. The Carpenters? For writing songs for the Carpenters. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's the same guy. Big act. Big yeah. music act yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Either way, uh, Bandit's bilking them on a, every last dollar he fucking can, and these guys don't seem to care. They, What are they going to do with 400 cases of Coors beer? They just want to throw a party right. after like some car they sponsor or wins a race or something. It's all you need to know. That's some, that's some fuck you money right there that Enuses have. There you have it. That's right. Uh, so he's like, all right. Clearly, uh, someone in their family owned a plantation somewhere down the line. have to come up with some sort of plan. Uh, first off, I'm going to need a truck driver. Mm. Why don't I go find my main man, the snowman? We've got to introduce him Ooh. into the movie. Are you talking about Cletus Snow? I'm talking about Cletus Snow. Uh, Snowman's got a lot of kids, is what I wrote, is my next big bullet point, because Bandit goes over to his house, yeah. and there's just little fucking Kool-Aid-lipped shitheads running everywhere, just screaming. And a hot wife running around with loose blind wife running hooters. around with loose titties, just yeah. like, oh, God, I've been chasing these kids all day. Bandit, what are you doing here? You I, scumbag. You trying to get my husband into some more scumbag shit? I said this reminded me of uh, the dude's flopper house in uh, White Lightning. Yeah, pretty pretty similar there. Yeah. Just like some classic uh, southern flop house with a bunch of kids running around. Uh, instantly, he's like, oh, what's going on? Snowman's asleep? Let me go jump in bed with him and wake him up. Yeah. And Snowman's grumbling. Bert's being all charming. Puts his hand right on his dick. Right on his dick. Instant chemistry right here. I'm just like, all right, this is what I'm looking for. Bert and fucking Jerry Reed bouncing off of each other. Mm-hmm. Just to, you could tell these guys are hanging out off fucking camera, just like uh, getting drunk, talking about country music. These guys, instant chemistry. Oh, yeah. Going to love watching them yeah. just knock it back and forth throughout this fucking movie right here. Tells old snowman what they got to do. Snowman's like, that's bootlegging. He ain't for it. That's right, until he tells him about the 80 grand. Bandit tells him, who gives a turkey? You see these kids? This is pretty big grocery bills around here. You're not exactly going to sneeze at $80,000. 80 grand. Yeah, so we're going to get you a right new here. truck, pal. No fucking problem. He's like, all right, uh, we got to do it in 28 hours. We better... Fucking leave now. 1,800 miles, 28 hours. Get my gigantic dopey hound dog, because I'm going to fucking bring him up into the cab with me. Fred the Bassett? Yeah, so this movie wasn't charming enough. You're going to have a big old dopey, dumb dog with no personality just hanging out in the background all the time. Got to have a road dog, so nice touch. A dog always adds personality to a movie. Hell yeah. Everything's coming together right here. And I'm just like, all right, this is all the elements for a fun time right here. Mm Mm-hmm. Bert's like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're going to be fucking driving the truck. That's Bandit 2. You got all the beer. Uh, I'm going to be doing a little blocking for you, though, in a, a car I like to call Bandit 1. Let me what? pull it down off the back of this fucking trailer and into your driveway. We had that reveal, baby. Ooh. Trans Am Firebird. Black. Teen Chevy Chevy. T Gold details. Gold. Big old CB antenna wobbling on the top to. of it. This, uh, outside of the General Lee, this is probably like uh, every little kid in the early 80s. Absolute dream car or something yeah. you were going to be driving around anywhere. It was for me, at least. This is a beautiful car, Matt. Trans Am sales nearly doubled in 60 or 76 mm-hmm. or 77 when the movie was Makes coming sense. out. 
it was uh, about 60,000, 70,000, and they the went up to about. growings probably tripled as well. 100 and some teen thousand the following year in 78. This is a fucking. This is a phenomenon, this film. This yeah. Is part of the fabric of the 1970s. Um, so, yeah, fucking. We got the Trans Am. The journey starts. We're already on the road. Westbound down, right. 18 wheels rolling, we got a long way to go. As soon as they, they're they on the road, they're already on those fucking CBs, throwing that CB speak back and forth at each other. Just fucking people in the 1970s were obsessed with CB radios yeah. and just like learning how to talk on CBs and mm-hmm. use all the lingo. It was really a weird cultural thing they were into for some reason. Yeah. I don't understand it. I didn't live through it. Looking back at it, it just seems real strange. Early chat rooms, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was definitely some pervy shit going on there. Mm -hmm. I'm certain of that, 100%. So we get a little driving montage. We're just fucking gearing up here. We still haven't got the beer, so they show up fucking in Texarkana. Middle of the night. To the warehouse. They're like, fuck, nobody's here. Looks like Bandit's going to have to drive the forklift and load all this beer onto the truck. He can drive any fork and thing. He can drive fucking any fork. It's... a lot of funny back and forth. Oh, Jerry Reed hops on top. He almost falls off. No. Ooh, whoops, we drop like a fucking 100 cases of beer or whatever. They shatter yeah, everywhere. Don't matter. It doesn't matter. Send We're just the bill a couple of guys having fun. To Big Enos Burdett. That's right. I wonder what the... Uh, how do you send a bill to a, a warehouse full of Coors beer and say that Big Enos is going to pay it? What, is that just scribbled on a napkin or something? I, don't I know. think they know. I know how officially that happened. Right I think there. they get it. Yeah, so... Uh, the fine folks at Coors. So after this, he's like, all right, send him the bill, blah, blah. I'm going to fucking get here in the car. And then we get some funny jokes about, like, Jerry Reed not knowing how to read or write. Yeah. <laughs> kind of sad here. He doesn't man, know how to spell man doesn't know, Yeah, doesn't know how to spell simple words. He's... I don't think he has much of an education, as it turns out. He looks cool. Yeah, that's a thread we don't pull on more as this uh, movie goes on. But just a little backstory for you, a little color. Uh, Unfortunately, the snowman illiterate. Yes. As it it turns out. Yeah. Yeah. Hell of a driver. Hell of... Oh, for sure. Just can't... Seems to take great care of his hound dog. Not not so much as kids. Those those kids are running wild. That's what he's got a wife for. Yeah, this this dog's uh, well-fed and just uh, clearly clearly had a nice life, though. So just a very props to him for that. Well looked after. Good for the dog. We don't get back on the road for very long before the bandit comes across a very curious sight. It's a car stopped in the middle of the road. What? And a crazy bitch in a wedding dress, like screaming and flagging him down. Pull over. This sounds immediately like some sort of scam to me. Like, oh, yeah. this chick, I'm going to pull over. Somebody's going to be in the weeds with a gun or something. They're yeah. going to rob me of my sweet Trans Am. I would have plowed right through her, quite just frankly. Just killed her. Just yeah, straight just, murdered her. She, she, she would have been missed. I would have been yeah. driving so fast in that Firebird. Just a, a red mist instantly. Not him, though. He pulls over. Yeah. And uh, instantly, she just hops in the car, fucking mm-hmm. uninvited. This chick's crazy chick energy immediately right here. This is Sally Field. She's, right. she's in the movie right here. We've Hitchhiking got, was kind of female lead. cool in the 70s, though. Hitchhiking was cool in the 70s, but I don't know. This is sort of a step above. This is uh, blocking the road and bullying your way into somebody's car. It's a... Uh, yeah. It's a whole new uh, level of just white girl privilege, I think, that's, yeah. that's happening right here. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. She hops in. He fucking Trans Am just fucking he pedal to the metal. He boogies out of there. This, this guy's got a cowboy hat. He's driving a muscle car. 
this chick makes bad decisions. You oh, just yeah. get in a car with a guy like that and let him take you anywhere. Oh, yeah. So she's all like, uh, I'm crazy. I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm wearing this wedding dress. How about you unzip it so I can slip out of it? Sexual tension right away mm-hmm. between these two. This, mm-hmm. this strange situation, but you can tell. He's all boned up. She's all gooed up. Mm-hmm. We know where this is going instantly. Sex town. Right to sex town. Mm-hmm. She, uh... Puts her her dirty feet up on the dashboard. Yeah, uh, true Quentin Tarantino uh, fashion right there. So once again, all these seventies Burt Reynolds movies clearly big influences on a young uh, Quentin Tarantino sexuality. You know, he was watching these things at the drive-in and just like, why is my weird little Tarantino dick moving when I see those dirty feet in all these Burt Reynolds movies? Interesting. I need to explore this a little bit further. Maybe. He was like, yo, yo, dog, are all the other black guys I'm sitting with getting hard in this movie too, dog, uh, yo? Sir, there are no other black men here. Oh. You're living in some sort of fantasy world where you're uh, an honorary was, black person. And it's I mean, just not the case. Hanging out with them in Harlem. I'm confused It's not now. the case. I'm, I'm sorry, oh. sir. And also we're going to have to ask you to leave. Your, <laughs> your penis is out. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, fucking... Get Tarantino on the horn. Fucking, I want, I want to interview him about Burt Reynolds movies. That's fair. So uh, she's got her legs up. Uh, instantly, Burt Reynolds is like, all right, this is not my first rodeo. I know how to play this. I'm going to start fucking negging this girl right away. Yeah. Telling her she's got fat calves. That's going to make right. her all incredulous. And then she's going to want to prove to me that she's hot. Yeah, he hits her with she's, the, you're not bad. Yeah. High six, low she's seven. Gonna, she's going she's gonna to bang me in order to prove to me that I'm an idiot. And then, ooh, she's really going to show me. Yeah. These women, they fall for it every time. Every time. This is the oldest trick in the book. It's great. It's a classic. Bandit. More like poon bandit. Yes, he, indeed he is. Enter the Smokies. Um, Hell yeah! They barely get Sally Field in her fucking casual wear before uh, there's fucking, there's cops around. It's just, there's momentum. This movie's yeah. fucking moving right here. Uh, we we meet fucking uh Sheriff Buford T. Justice Jack E. His Gleason. idiot son Junior, who's uh in a wedding tux. So mm-hmm. I think we're gonna infer. Oh shit, he must be the husband that the runaway bride is running away from. Uh oh. You don't want to cross cross the the man here, Mm-mm. especially in the South. This, this is not gonna be good. Especially. Uh, these guys roll up on her abandoned car, being mm-hmm. like fucked with by some young punks, mm-hmm. and the, the music instantly gets crazy. It's like overly dramatic shit from an episode of the Beverly Hillbillies or something yeah. to let us know that Buford T. Justice is an evil, evil man. It's uh, like a hillbilly imperial march, basically, is, is what they're playing on the soundtrack right here. It's, it's yeah, it's parts, uh, the only thing i compare it to would be Beverly Hillbillies and, uh, oh, Malibu Express. Oh, that's a fine film right there for sure. Very similar think, music uh, stylings. I think we've got uh, the, the the follow-up to Malibu Express. Uh, hard Ticket? Hard Ticket to Hawaii coming up maybe on our schedule Ooh, later man. this year. So stay tuned for that if you were a fan of our Malibu Express episode. <laughs> Uh, Buford fucking just screaming at these kids, threatening them. He gets some info out of them that she jumped in a car with the fucking license plate that say Bandit One or whatever. And he's like, all right, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Uh, let me go on a rant about how this fucking dance, quote unquote, dancer, we learn, ran out on my son when they were supposed to get married. Oh, real? And before, how that's communism. Before he does that, though, uh, I like when he goes down the line with the kids. The very first one. 
He uh, knees right in the balls and tells the kid, <laughs> That's right. you look tired, son, go lay down. Goes up to the second kid, kicks him square in the ass and says, that's an intention getter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then starts asking questions. This guy, he's playing by his own set of yeah, rules Gleason here. Gleason is a ton of fun, just ranting and raving. Getting she in insulted face. my time. Talking she insulted my talk. son. She insulted my authority. That's nothing but pure and simple old-fashioned communism. Happens every time one of these dancers starts poon-tanging around with those show folk. Well, you know the Absolutely last true. word he says. And he starts talking about uh, Sally Field's knockers and wiggling ass. As she yeah, was running out on him. knockers bouncing all over the joint. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, I just want to reiterate, his son Junior is in this entire scene, just standing there with a dumb look on his face, dancing back says in the aisle. Knockers bouncing all over the joint. Turns out he met a stripper and tried to marry her. Oh Ooh. God. Another, another little lesson for you, kids. Never try to marry the stripper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking field dressing her casuals now and asking fucking Bandit all kinds of questions, trying to get to know him because clearly he's hot as fuck. Yeah. He's got nothing but cool answers, though. She's like, what do you do but drive fast? And he's like, have fun. Yeah. Everything's just leading towards fucking just banging. And yeah. she could try to talk about anything. He's going to change the subject, put it right back to banging. This right. is what's happening right here. Drive fast, fuck long. That's what That's I right. do. Uh, as their, their banter's going on, they speed real fast past a, a smoky taking a leak on the side of the road. Taking a 10-100. Looks like we got a chase here. Yeah, we learned that uh, taking a leak's a 10-100. We get a lot of pee-pee and poo-poo jokes between uh, our two leads here, mm. so... That's always a good sign. If you meet a girl and in the first 10 minutes you're making like fucking shit jokes with each other, things, things are heading in a good direction. You're going to want to take her home tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, fucking, we got a car chase. Here fucking we go. First big car chase. Doesn't last long though. Fucking bandit. He's, he's got he's to move as, as we learn. He, he just sure do. Goes off the road and starts burning out and like kicking dust kicking up dust everywhere. Kicking dust up and then uh, stops fast. Instantly, whatever cop is chasing him will blind launch off of a hill and uh, land in a body of water. Yeah. It's the same way we ended White Lightning. Uh, it seems to be maybe the one trick Hal Needham has yeah. when it comes to ending a scene and moving on. Yeah. We'll see it six or seven more times as this movie goes on. But he's got it looking really good in this movie. Oh, he's got it down. He's, he's fucking really perfected it. Stunt drivers are tear-assing around these fucking corners, just full-on Tokyo drifting Be- down there. Between 73 and 77, whatever it was. They, they did a lot of stunt driving, you yeah. can tell. It's all it's all come. Chickens are coming home to roost here. That technology really advanced. 100%. Uh, so Buford gets on the CB and starts talking shit to, to the bandit yeah. right here. He's oh, just yeah. like... Hey, man, fucking, what's a Texas county cop doing in Arkansas? Right. Sally Field's like, I don't know, that's crazy. Uh, Probably has nothing to do with me. (laughs) Bandit's like, time to see what he's got under the hood. Drive fast. That's his answer to everything. We're going to fucking drive fast. This is what's going to happen. No problem. Um, This is the first, uh, you know, it's the McLean... Gruber. Yeah, they've got a real McLean Gruber on the radio relationship throughout this movie. Yeah. We're fucking sure. Uh, they're at this point 25 minutes ahead of schedule, oh, officially eastbound. We get that countdown a lot too. He's yeah. always asking the snowman where we are, where we are. I like that attention right to detail. Yeah, we need a ticking clock element to keep this movie fucking moving. This well, it does. Right I, it, it, it keeps it honest instead of just being one of those rambling, ambling, just chase 
Yeah. 70s truck movies. So he catches up with fucking Snowman in uh in the truck, and uh, Buford's on his ass. He fucking passes the truck. When fucking Buford tries to pass the truck, Snowman gives him a little nudge, runs him off the fucking road yeah, here. Yeah, baby. This is, this is, if I'm not mistaken, the beginning of some grudge right here. Fucking oh. take off with his son's woman, run him off the fucking road. Yeah. This, is, this is some fucking grudge we got brewing in this yeah, movie right here. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Spins his old Texas bubblegum machine right out. Yeah, so Buford's so mad, he gets on the fucking horn and tells all the other Smokies in the state to stay out of the way because this fucking, this bandit guy guy's him he's yeah fucking, he's fucking on it right here this is this is my guy this big old arkansas sheriff is just like listen man this fucking ain't texas uh, yeah fucking we do things our own way here in arkansas is what's going on so these bumbling cops are gonna get in each other's way this is what they always do so yeah just bandit he's always taking advantage of these fools we start getting some uh some some great uh jackie gleason improvisational skills here mm-hmm. where he just starts saying stuff that people just don't really say. Yeah, he's creating new vocab yeah. through this whole fucking movie. When the uh, cops are like telling him to stand down, his son butts in against something and he, he shoots the son down immediately with, shut up one shit at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. The Arkansas cops uh, set up a little roadblock here. Um, what an ass is my next... Uh, yeah. Point here, because they as as the cops are chasing them, they keep uh, having Sally Field turn her entire body around to look, to out, the look out the back yeah. window, which is clearly just a veiled excuse to get her ass center frame so the camera can zoom oh, yeah. in on her ass. For a tiny little chick, she's got a, she's big got old a nice ass. round ass. Yeah. Is what's going on here? They they want you to know it. Is as we're in the middle of these car chases right here. Um. Somebody named Silver Tongue gets on the CB and is like, uh, Bandit, I'm Oh, Silver Tongue you. Devil? Like, uh, there's a roadblock coming up on fucking whatever road. Like, uh, this yeah. is the first case we get of people getting on the CB and treating Bandit like he's some sort of, uh, you know, Robin Hood type character that the, yeah. the people can get behind. But yeah. it's kind of a little bit of a, a fucking backstabber right here because we learned that Old Silver Tongue's been pulled over by the Smokies, and they're mm. making him trick Bandit by giving him bad information. Mm. Uh oh, is this is this going to be the end of our Bandit already? Is Uh-oh. this roadblock going to stop the stop the haul? I don't know. I, I think, hope not. I think this guy's pretty good, Nate. He's pretty good because once uh, he sees the roadblock, he just tears ass off the road and just goes through some backyards. Yep. And, uh, we get a classic car chase through the woods. Yep. Uh, we learn. This is not going to end well for Bandit, because he's pulled off on just one road, going mm-hmm. through the woods, leading to Mulberry Bridge. Yeah, Mulberry that's fine. Bridge is out. No, Matt. What? It's been out for the a long The bridge time. is the out? The bridge is out, so... We better turn around. We better turn around and go back, yeah. and there's just going to be cops that way, so... Well, what did he do? He's not going to be able to do anything. This is clearly going to be the end of the movie. They're going to get surrounded, taken down, handcuffed. They're all going to jail. If only he had, like, a really fast car. <sighs> Turns out he does. This is that Trans Am Firebird. We forgot about that. We're going to have a good old classic bridge jumping scene. Man, shit dang. Shit dang. So, yeah. He fucking pedals to the metals right here. Fucking, they jump it pretty easy. Yeah. The pursuing officers in their squad cars, uh huh. they don't do so well, Matt. They I, don't make the jump. They end up in a body of water. Oh, wow. It's so like everybody chasing Bandit. Eventually, their car ends up in a body of water. thought they all made the jump no, here, no? The, 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 the sheriff, his fucking deputy, they're both down the mm. bridge into the water. Buford manages to stop in time and looks down. And he's like, you fucking fools. Like, 
this bandit yeah. is making you look like fools. Look like it's just me and my son here, Junior. Yeah. No one's going to be able to take him down. And he's also like, it's disgusting that your town has a black sheriff. Yeah. It's, there was yeah. some implied stuff going yeah. on there for sure. Just definitely. I think that was also some improv from Jackie Gleason. Yeah. <laughs> if, it, if, it, if it looked like it felt. I mean, that's um, character work. If he's a piece of shit from Texas, I mean, that's probably what the also, guy is. I like how, uh, be, be, as they're, they're, they're making the big jump, Sally Field, uh, Puts her feet up like uh, on the dashboard to like brace for impact uh-huh. because that's not gonna break her. Feet nobody's or... wearing seatbelts at yeah. any point in this fucking movie. <clears throat> like these people are over a hundred, terracing yeah. around shit through this whole movie, just crawling in and out through like the tops and bottoms of the cabin of this car. Nary a seatbelt in sight. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even think the goddamn things were invented at this point in 1977. It's such a conundrum. Like how did you get a spiral fracture of both your tibia <laughs> and fibia? This is. Head scratch. After they make the jump, though, she's all excited. She's like, oh, fuck, I love jumping things. Let's jump this. Let's jump that. And Bandit's like, why don't you jump me? Yeah. It's the second time he's man, talked like about jumping. I'd like sex you. He's talking about frogs earlier and somehow turned it towards jumping. Right. Jumping me. <laughs> basically, just like. That was a frog. Listen, we've only got like probably 18 hours at this point to make, but right. we're going to stop and have sex at some point. Yeah. Even though we've established very clearly that this is a near impossible run to make on the best day and time is a, a ticking. We're going to stop and have sex at some point during this thing. No, I assure you. I assure no. you. Bandit instead is like, Hey, snowman, we're going to pull over at the next choke and puke or puke and choke. No, choke, choke and, and puke. puke. It's a choke and puke. I'm gonna Road, drop little this roadside restaurant. We drop call them this and girl off. They got a schedule to keep. Also, through all these early scenes, uh, Fields doing some pretty funny, subtle bits in the background where she's just doesn't know how to smoke and she's decided to start yeah. smoking so she's just doing real bad smoking where she doesn't know how to inhale through all this fucking shit Reynolds calls her out that stuff yeah but they, they don't like spotlight it it's kind of just shit she's doing in the background of all the fucking scenes here so yeah it's like time to get some hamburgers Fred the hound dog is fucking getting hungry up here yeah fucking let's pull over and get some burgers man life on the road's awesome just fucking getting in chases with cops fucking yep. Stopping for some burgers, like that's what it's like. Fields like, all right, this makes sense. I'll fucking get out here then and uh, go about my own way. Nice to know you, Bandit. <laughs> I don't think so. She's sticking around. Nice to know you. Bandit orders the burgers. Too. He's at the counter in this diner when who should come in but fucking old Buford T. Justice? What the right same guy that's him. chasing him? Yeah, he orders a Diablo sandwich and some sort and of Doctor Pepper. Doctor Pepper, right here. Yeah, I think it only cost him a buck and a half for all that. That's pretty good. Pretty deal. pretty good deal in 1977. Yeah. So yeah, this is our De Niro Pacino heat is, scene. Yeah, this is our heat scene right here. <sighs> Bandit and Buford sitting next to each other, making casual conversation. Fucking Bandit's just chatting him up, asking him all about himself. Fucking <clears throat> Gleason's just putting down this sandwich as he fucking delivers all this dialogue. While just, looking over his shoulder every five minutes to see the front door. The mouth noises that are oh. coming out of this man as he fucking trades his dialogue in this scene. Just, ugh, what just a stomach turning. What a Absolutely legend. fucking stomach turning. <laughs> Supposedly, uh, Gleason insisted on adding this scene i think we need to have a heat scene for this movie and yeah. i think is what we're lacking you know in a couple years about? it's gonna be this thing called heat let's get ahead of it it was a, it was a good choice for sure i mean like this is where bandits really starts as like 
little stinker Bugs Bunny sort of. Uh, yeah. He's, he's, he's always Woodpecker. playing mind yeah. games yeah. with the bad guys because he's so confident in his own abilities to always just stumble his way into success. That's right. Whether it's with the ladies or with the police. But uh, Buford goes in the bathroom to take a squee. Where's the king? I got to dig a squee. So, yeah. Bert's like, sweet, I got my burgers. Let me get out of here. Who fucking peels up in his fucking T-Bird? Sally Field's driving. She's like, the cops are here. Get in. We got to go. He's like, I know the cops are here. I'm playing it cool. You're fucking yeah. crazy, lady. But we get a fun little sequence where Sally Field gets to drive for a while. Yeah. So, you know. Buford T. Justice. He's keeping, keeping things fresh here. Uh, I just like this little line here. He comes out of the bathroom, leaves the restaurant. He's got toilet paper still connected to him. He's dragging it all through the restaurant. Attached to his eyeglasses? Yeah. Like, how did that happen? Who knows? That was a weird poop you were having. Either way, some larger, older woman comes out and stops him and is like, hey, you got toilet paper, fixes his glasses and walks away, to which he says, uh, oh, Christ, I wrote it down and now I can't find Oh, yeah. Nice ass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wasn't wrong. We get some more sexual tension here where Bert's like, you can't drive, I'm going to drive. You hop up a little bit and I'll slide in under you here. And now, ooh, you're just sitting on my lap and we're kind of grinding around yeah. for a while while the car's driving. And it's like, that's not going to work. You're just, no, it's not working. You're just grinding your wiener against that woman. Yeah. She's aware. She's definitely aware, but she's not fighting it, Matt. She's not fighting it. No. She's screaming, her head's out the top of the fucking T-top. Yeah, fucking Buford is on their ass. We get some fucking chase where she's driving. It doesn't last long, though, because uh, we come across a semi-fucking trailer blocking the road. They avoid it. Buford does not. Scalps the entire top of his fucking squad car. Under a big old eye beam. Fucking, ugh. Not good for him. He's going to be driving a fucking ragtop the rest of this movie. Yep. Uh, after this encounter, the grave robber gets on the CB. Mm-hmm. He's uh, they're just a funeral about, director, right? They're who just has about a CB to radio in his hearse. Mm-hmm. So he's like, uh, "Hey, bandit! I see you going by, and there's Smokies. I got a big funeral procession here. Why don't I pull them in the road to help you get away from the police?" I've been listening to this whole thing on my CB radio. I'm a big fan because I'm a big CB radio enthusiast. This is a thing that's really happening in the 1970s. Yep, that was going on, man. So that works. That fucking gets the, the cops off his ass for a little bit. And it turns out we're, we've made it all the way to mile marker 85 after this. What? We're reunited yeah. with the snowman. We're taking a little break so the hound dog can eat that burger. Freddy the yeah. hound dog. Yeah. Bandit and the snowman are arguing a little bit. Cause snowman's like, who's this fucking chick you picked up, man? Like, we got a schedule to keep. You got some crazy chick in the car? That doesn't seem smart to me. And Bandit's like, don't you worry about it. Me and the chick, we're out of here. You got your own mm-hmm. problems. Fred the Hound Dog is running away from you and trying to swim around in that pond. How are you going to get him back in the truck? Yes, sir. It's hard. He's got to wait out there and get his fucking dog. This, this dog doesn't know that they've got probably less than eight hours at this point to get all this Coors beer mm-hmm. back to Georgia. Um, also, at this point, I wrote... Sally Fields really just always had a big old lady's head, even when she was really young and had a tiny little young lady's body. Yeah, you're not you wrong. You look at her and it's just like, oh, that's old Sally Fields' old lady head yeah. on top of some young girl's tiny little tight body. It's very weird to weird, weird to look at, but it works for her. She's what got her she, own charm. Well, she got the MS? 
Probably, yeah. Sure. Osteoporosis. Know, she's got she's got something going on. She's this got is something. just you uh, diagnosing her right here. No, I you no, know, this is based out of a thing, you know. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes I, I, I think talk. multiple personality disorder, if I'm not mistaken, oh. I remember is which yeah. You're you're just a woman hater. That's in that movie Symbol, <laughs> man. It's a classic. Oh, Symbol, yeah. Yeah, you saw that shit. Uh, some more shit talking is going on after this because uh, Bandit's gassing up Bandit 1. Yep. Buford decides he wants to get on the CB and talk some shit. Uh, he calls him a tick turd at one point in yep. when he's talking shit to him, which is really good. Nah, it is, you tick turd. And he threatens to hang him from a tree, which uh-huh. is that's a pretty serious threat to throw at somebody yeah. for sure. Some good shit talking here. Hilariously, though, we learn Buford's been uh, trying to smoke this guy out with some shit talking. Hmm. They've been like five feet away from each other this whole time. Hmm. Bandit was right next to him, fucking gassing up. Hmm. He was too fucking worried about his own shit to even see it. Trans Am, what's your pleasure? His, his squad yeah. car is all jacked up. They're trying to fix it because it got all smashed up, so he can't chase the bandit. Fucking the bandit's gonna get away again. Yeah, he's good. God damn it. But he puts out that APB. Bandit is heading to Alabama. Oh, that's, a, that's an all-points bulletin? Yes, sir. Okay, that's that's cop talk right there. Yeah. A little, little cop talk. Uh, what we're, we're talking about in the car is not cop talk. We're talking about uh, musical theater talk. Hmm. Because Sally Field's like, oh, do you like Stephen Sondheim? Uh, hey, criminal weirdo who's yeah. driving 150 miles an hour and getting mm-hmm. chased by the cops everywhere. Mm-hmm. Let me pick your brain and see if you share any of my interests. Do you like Elton John, she asks him at one point? No. This woman, what's she thinking? This guy doesn't like any of the dumb gay stuff she's into. Yeah. He likes cool stuff like Waylon Jennings and muscle cars. He's, you could tell here is this, this chick, she's, she's already decided in her head she's going to fuck this guy. But she's like, oh, I don't want to just fuck a weird stranger. Yeah. I got to come up with some sort of excuse why we've got, like, a connection or something. Right. So I don't feel like a total slut. Romanticize yeah, this. this is, it's not going to work. He's got to no. be a dirty slut. You just got to pull this shit off. So yeah. like, just, just close your eyes, plug your nose, make it fucking happen. Bandit's a it is, dirty. It is what it is. Bandit's a dirty, dirty hoe. But he's fine with it. That's, that's true, yeah. He's fully embraced that. So everybody just thinks he's cool. Uh, so I didn't want to hear any more about Steven Sondheim. No. Luckily, there's another roadblock coming up to break oh, that shit up. Uh, we get some real fiddling over the soundtrack for this chase right here. This is probably the most fiddling happening. And, uh, whew. These yeah. cops, he, he, you know, he pulls his 180 move. He drives away. Mm-hmm. It's not three seconds into this chase before there are multiple cop cars lost in the dust and yeah. just launched into a big body of water right here. He puts all but one of them in the creek. And this is what I was talking about last week when we were watching White Lightning, and it just ended with fucking the main bad guy going into the water. Yeah. And me expecting him to, like, come to the top and comically spit out some water and, like, slapping his wet hat around. But instead, he just tragically drowned. Yeah. See, I was trained by all this other fucking rum-running shit from the 70s to learn, like, no, they just, they drive their squad cars in the water, and then they're comically in... You know, incapacitated yeah. for a little bit. It's like how in the A-team, nobody really got shot. They're it's angry like about it, but they're down. okay. Oh, very angry. They're usually screaming and uh, not cussing, because a lot of the stuff was on TV. So yeah. yeah. Implied cussing is what's going on. Yeah. Uh, after this, Bandit starts fucking full-on Oregon Trail, Ford in a river. Yes, sir. He's trans so fast, he's fucking like Jesus, just driving on the water right here. Right off the Right docks. across the river. Yeah. Um, Final cruiser. Cop cars. Try to try to chase, but 
the cop cars don't make it, Matt. They're not as fast no. as this fucking Trans Am. Fucking no way. Even with that interceptor pack. You know what a Trans Am is. You know what Trans Am This guy ass is gross. Um, there hasn't really been anything racist in this movie yet, which is pretty surprising for like okay. a trucker fucking movie from us. So, uh, just to make, just to get that out of the way, so we can like get it off the table and not have to think about it. Uh-huh. We got a Japanese trucker who shows up yelling bonsai out of nowhere for no reason here for a yeah. second. Just, uh, yeah, yeah just, uh, he takes Buford's door off just as a fuck you to the Smokies right here, and he yells bonsai while he's doing it. And uh, yeah, this of course leads to uh, Gleason's excellent, excellent delivery of "I'm gonna barbecue your ass in molasses." Yeah, he's fucking. Killing it. He's killing every fucking line he delivers Jackie Lee's in this thing. That whole scene, man, where he turns to Enos after the door comes off. Put the evidence in the car. <laughs> uh, fucking. Yeah, then he tells old Junior here, uh, there is no way, no way that you have come, you could have come from my loins. That's right. First thing I'm going to do when I get home is punch your mama in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Punch her uh, in the mouth. Talking about hitting women yeah, is funny. Bringing, Jackie bringing Gleason. presence and energy to what this. What a legend. This is when I first start realizing, like, oh, we've shaved the top off this car. We've taken the fucking driver's side door yeah. off. This fucking squad car is going to be the John McClane tank top of this movie. You're We're right. Gonna be taking more and more damage yeah. as this thing goes through. It's a fun little thing right here. Yeah. Tommy Boy, uh, you know, their car goes through the same thing. Sure, that old so, so uh, many movies John stuff from Candy, this movie. uh, Steve Martin joint, yep. planes, trains, and the automobiles. Yep, that's going on. Here. All of it, man. Why don't you pass me another one of those banquet beers? Hell yeah! Side that's what I want right here. Ah. Oh, hitting the mic! Oh God, no! Yeah, that's not what I wanted. I mean, I might as well jump into my third. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Good Witch of the North is the next person who gets on the CB here. She's like, uh, yeah. hey, Bandit, just letting you know, there's a little fender bender on the road here. You're going to want to avoid that fucking path and go somewhere else. Yeah, she's, she's on 64. Coming to real fucking folk hero here. Just everybody's on his side. They're, the, the townspeople are starting to get behind his, uh, his crusade here. And nobody, this is, this is that thing. Even in the South, uh-huh. even with all these white people, back in 1977, at least everybody could agree nobody liked the cops. It was, it was, of course, it was a given. Yeah, we all want to drink Coors beer, fucking, you know, go to fucking a nudie show every once in a while. That's we, right. We didn't have thin blue line bumper stickers no. and shit like that. No, the cops are the enemies. Yeah, say it with me, everybody. We need to get back to this shit. There's a real groundswell. Yeah, also, it looked like the Good Witch of the North, as we zoom out, she purposely caused this uh, accident. It to, seems to as cause much. This, uh, She's just creating a yeah. diversion for the bandit, and she's yeah. smashing up an entire car. That's uh, <laughs> it's, it's some dedication to the cause right there. Snowman, uh, Snowman Radio's fucking bandit at this point oh, lets no. him know oh, oh, he's no, got Matt. pull off. We've got a schedule to keep. Uh, time's click. I don't even yeah. know that we're still ahead of schedule Ooh. here. I don't... Uh, what, pull off, you say? Yeah, he's got a... He's got a... I don't know. Snowman's got to get some go-go juice and some he's groceries some, throw down his throat. Throw some groceries down his throat. Yeah. So he's got to go to a choke and puke is what's got to happen Yeah, here. it's got to happen. I don't know. I think uh, I think you, you might just want to have some food already in the cab there when you got such a tight schedule, but maybe... Oh, yep. What's that? Do I hear a soft ballad coming over the soundtrack? Ooh. 
Yeah, they call him the bandit. Ooh, they do. This is definitely going to be our big excuse to have Sally Field and Burt Reynolds fuck in the middle of this supposed-to-be nonstop action movie right here. You know, they say that bandit, he wears no man's chains. Yeah, that's right. They do say that, specifically. This this has got to be another Jerry Reed song, right? They call him the bandit right here. I I was listening closely. It sounds a little too deep for his voice. Could be. I mean, I assume if you got Very Jerry Reed, you're just going to have him do all the songs. But No, I would, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I know he was co-writing these joints. So, so uh, he's going to some fucking little dive. They're just taking a walk in the woods. Sally Field's trying to make some small talk. Dive, he's at Lamar's. Okay, he's at Lamar's Gentleman's something or other. Yeah. He's got some real shoddy, mm-hmm. like... Uh, Sportsman's Club? Yeah, something like that. Some real shoddy palm trees painted on the outside yeah. of it. And then he goes in and like... 18 and up. You can't tell if it's a bar or if it's a diner, because it looks like a diner. There's no yeah. actual bar, but it's full of people who are drunk and partying. Yeah. But then also there's like a placard next to the register that's like, coffee this much, donuts this much. And I'm like, what is this place? There, in the back of the joint, there's like a chubby white girl with no bra on yes. and like a fucking... 1090 and fucking coke shades in the south sitting on top of a table (laughs) is this some sort of new business that exists only in the south that i don't know about because this is the afternoon and there's probably like three dozen people just hammered off their asses i think it's what looks like a shitty diner with all the shades drawn if it's like dark in there if i could go like back to any place in time this might be it right there 100 percent. so he's Clearly knows the two dudes who, like, fucking work the register here. And they're like, oh, we'll go fucking rustle you up some grub and all that. Uh, hang out. Meanwhile, cut back. Sally Field's all like, uh, fucking still trying to pick his brain. Like, yeah. oh, what's going on? And I'm like, you guys are walking into the woods. Like, you're going to fuck. Yeah. Quit, like, trying to talk yourself into yeah. it. Quit making excuses. And she's all like, ooh, bandit, do you ever take off that hat? And he's like, I only take it off for one, one thing. thing. My mama's funeral. <laughs> he does not say my mama's funeral. Oh. But I'm just like, I like how we've, uh, we started off very uh, early in the career here with the uh, uh, pre-mustache Burt Reynolds. Uh-huh. And then we've got, uh, now we're in uh, making excuses why he doesn't take his hat off in the movie Burt Reynolds. And then next week we're moving into a full-on toupee Burt Reynolds. So I feel like we're getting Allegedly, a nice, <laughs> we're getting a nice you know. little... Uh, timeline here but yeah we we take the fact that burt reynolds doesn't want to take his hat off in mm-hmm. any scene during this movie and we utilize that to mm-hmm. do some nice visual storytelling there you like it. i want you to take your hat off and he's like well okay i'm we, going to put my <laughs> wiener inside you when now. we cut back his his hat is up on the top of the cb antenna yeah. so it's like oh they have boned. His hat has been off. It is finished. We didn't even have to have like a train go into a tunnel or something it to let took us know what the happened. Cowboy hat off, you see, to put on the Jimmy hat. <laughs> he was not wearing a Jimmy no, hat. Fuck in 1977. No. He's raw dog. Hell fucking no. Meanwhile, though, some dickhead bikers at the fucking uh, whose whose place is this? Lamar's. Lamar's. Yeah. Uh, They've uh, started picking on Snowman and saying, like, hey, is this your fucking dog here, Fred yeah. the dog? Fred the dog bit me. What are you going to do about it, man? And we're all like, Fred, yeah, Fred the fucking laid-back, cool-ass dog? Fred the hound dog? dog is fucking just fat-dogging it through this whole movie. Yeah. He's not nipping at anybody. Give me yeah. a break, you asshole. Yeah. 
You waved a hamburger too close yes. to his face. Snowman's like, nah, nah, we'll get out of your hair. And this guy's like, no, no, no. Your dog bit me. And it's like, okay, he's just a dickhead trying to pick a fight. Yeah. I've seen bikers do it. Mm-hmm. It's why they're not allowed to wear their stupid little Nancy matching vests into the dive bar anymore. Well, bro, color. This shit's bro. still happening in 2022. Grow up, you fucking losers. So they kick the shit out of Snowman hey, right Some here, folks don't you get to go see. to college and pay for friends. And they do it later in life. Fucking they throw his ass like Pee Wee Herman out of their fucking cool fucking hangout here. Mm-hmm. He's just got to fucking brush his hat off and get his hound dog and limp bleeding back into the bandit too and fucking drive yeah. off. It's kind of yeah. sad. It's kind of a sad little thing here until he gets a little revenge. What? He sees their, sees their motorcycles, big old grin on his face, and is like, I'm in a fucking semi right here. Yeah. He semi-trucks it over all their fucking shitty motorcycles. Easy rider his knockoff bikes. Destroys the shit out of all of them. It's good shit right here. Snowman got his revenge. Lamar can't Fred believe Fred the dog, it. he looks at the camera and winks. He's like, this is a great little moment. I don't think he does, I does he? Know, that, I, did I hallucinate that? That you didn't might happen? Have, yeah. Fred the dog didn't wink at the camera? Yeah, you might have had a fever dream. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You got that COVID? Um, they call you the bandit. Yeah. They call you the bandit. Yeah. <laughs> Great fucking song right You there. keep hearing that in your head periodically throughout the day. Uh, uh, Buford's back on the road. No cop. Or no top on his car. No door. The no. horn's just permanently honking. This, yeah. is, this is some over-the-top comedy right here. Uh, he gets pulled over by some fucking whatever state they're in now, Trooper, who's fucking... Telling him, like, you got to get this piece of shit off the road, man. Yeah. This thing ain't street legal anymore. And uh, Jack is laying like, into him, giving it to All him. right. This is uh, just going to be an excuse for me to get red in the face and scream a bunch again. Right. This movie is basically a series of chase sequences Hold and then it. quiet moments Hold to give me a chance to scream. <laughs> yeah, he screams in this young trooper's face. He pokes at his chest a bunch. He's fucking ranting and raving. It's some more great shit. Like his classic D no motor mouthing great fucking shit right here. The kid's like, oh God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm fucking going after the bandit. He's killed like twenty cops. He's he's the most wanted man in the country. Come I on. love how like since sh- like the instant like shit went south for uh old Jackie Gleason he started in with that building a case bullshit <laughs> and he just doesn't let That's it right. go and i love nobody talks about it at all charges are mountain him bringing it up this whole movie and it's another running clock type idea where it just like he's holding us all accountable like don't forget what he did he did that he did that he did that he's the one person in the movie like pointing out like there's like a lot of property damage at least he's let not alone. Let alone all the attempted murders on police officers. He's not wrong. He's doing all the shit. He's uh, just giving himself more paperwork. Right, but he's doing... Uh, the reason everybody loves that Cobra Kai, just like, here's all the reason Daniel LaRusso's the bad guy. It's true. And, and here's fucking Buford T. Justice trying to lay it out. I tried to fucking have my son married today, and now I got this reckless yahoo so what you're uh, trying to kill suggesting cops. to me right now is sort of a wicked-esque remake where we redo smoking the bandit from buford justice's point of view and what young actor would you cast as the new protagonist buford t justice um probably bob odenkirk <laughs> That's the young actor. Yeah, the young actor you got in mind. He seems like he could pull it off. He could pull it off pretty good. I'd watch it for sure. 
I don't even think I could name any young actors anymore. That's how out of touch I am. Uh, yeah, I knew he was. At this point, least, Snowman so. gets on the CB and is like, "All right, Bandit, uh, I had a run in with some fucking uh, bikers. Uh, looks like we're behind schedule now. Guess we have to make up some time." Is when I start writing in all caps, of course, of course, you're behind schedule now. Why? You stopped so Bandit could have sex with a woman. It's this. We already didn't have enough time to barely even make this thing. You're stopping. $80,000 is on the line. Well, yeah. Bandit's getting his dick wet out in the fucking forest. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Not every day you come across a Sally Field on the side of the road. It's not every day you come across a uh, fucking old school trailer full of hookers on the side of the road either. But Nope. You do on this day when you're fucking watching Smokey and the Bandit. And when you see it, you stop. You see it, you stop. Because we got a hooker on the CB right now. Yeah. It's not Black Rose, the traumatic hooker from my childhood driving around in my uncle's uh, truck. Oh. It is okay. a similar fucking hooker who has oh. a CB radio, and she's like, hey, Bandit, we heard you were having trouble with the Smokies, so uh, we got them all here at our trailer, and we're fucking them yeah. so that you don't got to worry about them. Like, uh, we're doing our part. Good luck out there. Fucking keep the faith. Solidarity. Like, you know, some of those that run forces are the same that burn crosses. You yeah. know what I'm saying, man? We're on the same uh, page here. Do what they told you. So uh, at this point, what I'm starting to wonder, like, what, uh, tell me do? what exactly, like, Bandit makes some sort of like a side comment to Snowman at the beginning where he's like, oh, what a radio frequency are the cops on? Well, we'll be on this yeah. other one. But it's like, come on. They're constantly just like in fucking like uh, communication with all these people mm -hmm. on the CB. If the cops would just monitor other frequencies, like they would just know every bit of every crime that's happening in the world right well, now in the 1970s, it seems. Know. It's just they don't bother to like listen to what's happening on other frequencies other than their cop frequency. And as soon as I'm thinking this, plan was turns out odds, Buford was monitoring basement, it. Worked at the top. Buford was monitoring it because yeah. he heard him talking to the hookers, and yeah. she's all like, "Ooh, why don't you come and see me, Bandit? I'll fuck you too after I fuck all these cops." He's too pooped to pop. And he's like, <laughs> he tells the girl he's too pooped to pop because he just fucked Sally Field. <laughs> she's once again just trying to light a cigarette, not knowing how to do it, yeah. seemingly oblivious to the fact that the guy she's now got Google eyes over is talking fuck. about fucking hookers yeah. <laughs> over the CV again. But Buford's like, oh, I know. Not where for the he's... first time, he's yeah. gonna fuck again, them again. Yeah, sure, because she's uh, done it before. Yeah, they they know each other very well. Right, and um, she she was with him after. But Buford was monitoring. He now knows. Oh fuck! I think Bandit's gonna go fuck these hookers. I need to get over there. Yep. He's pretty selective when he's listening and when he's not listening. Uh, well, he's lucky to catch this one. Lucky to catch this one, I guess. Um, <laughs> fucking. Also, another little quibble I had with the uh, plotting of this scene right here is uh -huh. we've just been told 20 seconds ago by the hooker that she's fucking all of the cops so that the road will be clear mm. and it's fine. But 20 seconds later, they just drive by a cop who's on the side of the road and fucking or two cops, actually. Yeah. <laughs> And they're the worst actors in this These movie. are the coolest motherfuckers of all time. These guys have like three lines a piece to deliver, and they sound so fucking... Like, these are definitely talking about, contest winners or something that managed to get... Yeah. Talking about uh, taking a run at Arlene. Arlene, the new waitress down yeah. at the diner. Oh, man, what are you talking about? That girl has some good legs. Oh, man, what are you talking about? Uh, it's authentic, man. It reminds me of hanging out with uh, the laser, you know? Southern Thunder? Yeah. Just in the laser maser? He talked the same way. He talked the same way. You're right. Uh, so, yeah, this is some weird plotting here. We, we learned that the roads are clear, but they're not. Fuck hey, Shakira! <laughs>
What an idiot. <sighs> so now we got another car chase. These oh, two idiots the are after the bandit. Luckily, uh... Bandit's gonna go into the rocking chair. Yeah, fucking next scene right here. You got to. He's gonna go in the rocking chair, which something to do with a trucker convoy. Mm -hmm. He's on the CD with a trucker convoy, and they're like, "Hey, Bandit, I see you got some cops on your ass. Fucking get up here hey. in our convoy, and we'll do some blocking for you, man. Fucking cool ass shit. Don't worry." He he starts uh, getting a little fucking sentimental, mm. talking to say how he feels about when Call he used to be a truck driver. He talks about it sitting up high. Spotting all them beavers. Yeah, she's like, you know, I can see everything down in these cars from up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to love spotting beavers. Spot them beavers. <laughs> uh, so he gets in the convoy, like uh, in the middle of it. Yeah. Buford sir. comes tail on ass. I don't know what happened to the two idiot cops trading the dialogue because now Buford's the one on his ass again. Well, these are do still. They, do they end up in a pond or no, something? No, these are still the two cops trying to find him. That's why they're running blockade. So he sits in the uh, okay. middle. Okay. It's a long line of trucks on the right, two oh, lane correct, highway. Correct. It's yeah, just two right. lanes here. So in the in the right oh, yeah, lane, they didn't have no super highways. In whole bunch of exactly, whole bunch of fucking semis, fucking bandits in the middle, and then in the passing lane on the left, we got a semi next to bandit. Yeah, oh he's boy. just speeding up, slowing down. Oh boy, fucking yeah, bumps the cops a little, so they're off the road. They're fucking driving in the grass. Right. He's blocking their view of bandit. They get around the convoy and they're they're chasing nothing. Suddenly, is what's happening right here. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And this is when we get uh, our last little montage song here. Well, this is when uh, the bandit gets away and he gets a nice little send off from Little Beaver. Yeah, the random woman they cut to right for three seconds who says, "Hey, bandit, this is Little Beaver. Put your foot on the floor. We got your back door." Yeah. Like, who is that woman? Little Beaver. <laughs> he was talking to an old man through that whole sequence, and then suddenly Little Beaver pops up yeah. like she was part of it. Hell yeah. Apparently, apparently she's had some experience with the bandit, too. Well, they all do. It's been up and down these roads, Matt. A couple few. It's been a couple few up and down these roads. A few times. Uh, meanwhile, Buford is at the hooker shed. And yeah. He's arresting the bandit, who's uh, got his britches down around his ankle, yeah. and he's humiliated. Until the cops show up and they're like, that's not the bandit. That's our fucking police chief, you idiot. Yeah. Womp womp. Yeah. It's fucking, oh, egg on Buford's face again. Next time, wear a badge on your, what is he called? A Didi. <laughs> Didi. Which is that's just weird. old southern talk Super for a weird. diaper. Uh, fucking, oh shit, man. Snowman's on the CB to Bandit. He's like, where are you? I got a fucking evil Knievel fucking riding up yeah. on right here. A fucking patrolman on a motorcycle pulls the snowman over. You hate, you hate that. Starts asking questions about his fucking papers and what he's hauling and everything. He's like, oh, papers. Luckily, yeah. the Bandit yeah, gets papers. wind of it. Fucking tears ass. Fucking does a Yui. Pops a Yui. Shoots all the way back down to where this shit's going down. Yep. Fucking pops another Yui. Peels out. <laughs> Oh, Sally Field leans herself out that passenger yeah. door, flips this man the bird. What a crazy lady. This guy falls for it. These cops, they're suckers, man. They fall for everything. Every time. He jumps on the fucking motorcycle. He's chasing right after him. We got another fucking car chase. Fell for it, man. Fucking fell for it. Um, Tell you what, that that biker cop picks up some other cops real fast. Yeah, we got patrolmen coming. Uh, bandits <laughs> like, well, I got to move. It's drive off the road and tear ass through some grass. This is what I do. Uh, Unfortunately for the biker cop, he hasn't seen the rest of this movie because he follows him, yeah. goes over a blind hill, ends up in a body of water, 
down in a ditch. So it's like it's it's pretty much just ditch water. Yeah, he's it's down like not in, even a body of water. Not gonna, he's he's not gonna be able to be in this chase anymore. Unfortunately, they had some like dash cam footage or something of this stuff. Maybe they could figure out Bandit's got one move. It's like eight inches of water. He probably could have gotten his bike out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ooh, you know. He's done his work for the day. At this okay. point, my boots are fucking muddy. That's, I don't really care what's going on. Regardless, it's paperwork for the rest of the day. He's still got a lot more cops on his ass, man. So uh, it's time to put in a call to old Hot Pants Hilliard is what we got to oh, do. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to. So uh, he's on the CB with a waitress at another choking puke down the road. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, Hot Pants Hilliard, I got some Smokies on my tail. I'm going to need you to like do that thing that we do to fucking you know, get rid of these people. And she's like, okay. I know what that is. I got so a bunch of it. young people here with fucking weird old like jalopies and muscle cars and shit. We're all just gonna hop in our cars and fucking go tear ass around and cause a diversion or whatever. Because yeah. everyone hates the cops in 1977. Yeah. It was a better time. She's wearing those. Uh, she's wearing hot pants. Yeah, she. You, it's not hard to tell how she got her name for right. sure. For sure. It's nice. It's nice to look at. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, what, what's the problem is here? He's got some people on his side now, but the Smokies, they got a bear in the air. Oh, Fucking, there's shit. There's a chopper now, and he's telling everybody where the bandit is. He's on the radio making them all converge on his fucking location. He's right bound there. on 95. That's right. Fucking uh, the Georgia Stadies are here now, so we're close to that fucking state line right here. We're in the last little leg of this trip oh, right yeah. here. Uh, Buford's car loses its muffler at this point, what? so it's on its goddamn last legs. We're told four miles to go till we fucking get back to the drag strip here. And, oh, boy. Uh, there's Smokies everywhere. Bandit's like, Ugh. I think they got us dead bang, man. I don't I don't see how this is gonna, this is gonna work out for us. Yeah, he's a good dude. He comes clean to uh, old snowman. He's like, look, man, it's the Bandit they're after. Mm-hmm. They don't even know You're who's, the snowman, who man. Cletus Snow is, you know, Just, like, you know. Turn around, go home to the family. That's right. We don't, we don't need you going down for this shit. Fucking snowman's like, are you kidding me? $80,000, man. Fucking, I'm the yeah. snowman. Yeah. Let me let me pull some shit here. Yeah. So they got the biggest roadblock yet. I'm in a fucking semi. I get smashed through all kinds of shit. I've done right. it in this movie already. No problemo. I'm just going to go even faster than you're yeah. going in that Trans Am. At this point... I'm starting to wonder, like, what's the end game here? Because they've got all of this 400 cases of Coors mm-hmm, beer. Mm-hmm. They got to take it to this guy. Time's a ticking. Mm-hmm. They're almost not there to the big Enus and little Enus. But when they get there with every cop in like a four state radius, like yeah. with them, like, well, what then? Is it just like, here's all your illegal beer, uh, Mr. Enos. Uh, now we're all going to jail. Right. We got it in under time, like mission accomplished. And I was like, how could this possibly like fucking work out well? And as, um, we're going to learn in a few minutes. Yeah. They kind of just ignore all those problems. Yeah, those aren't good this, this questions for a movie. Ignored, yeah. Yeah. This is not questions this movie wants to answer. We're Apparently. having fun here. It turns out, yeah, it's, it's Smokey and the Bandit. We're having fun. Oh, we're dope. Are asking questions about how it's all going to work oh. out? Give me a break. So, uh, yeah, the snowman fucking pulls out in front and just uh, ramrods himself through the fucking police blockade. And, uh, old Bandit 1 gets through no problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's people cheering everywhere. Oh, yeah. They're like... They've made picnic meals. They're like yeah. putting up banners and balloons everywhere. Like everybody's ready for Bandit to get to his final destination, which seems at this point everybody who's been listening on the CB knows where it is and where they were yeah. going. So pretty much the cops didn't even need to chase him. They could have just went directly to this place and waited for him seemingly. But should have just 
paid a little closer they're attention. They're not really. monitoring those uh, CV channels except for no. when Buford does the one time in the movie. So yeah, know, we'll see here. Hmm. Uh, they make it back to the racetrack. Uh, they make it to the Enuses. They pull up and they're like, "Here's your beer, man." Yeah. Uh, we got ten police forces right on our ass, but uh, here you go. Give us our money. We did it. Also, give us a car because we need to get out of there. And they're yeah. like, "All right, thanks." There's our cat. There's our, our Cadillac. Get out of here. Uh, also, now we want some clam chowder. Double so, or nothing. Fucking double or nothing. One hundred and sixty grand. If in eighteen hours you can go to Boston and bring us back some clam chowder, they're on it. And Sounds I, like we got a sequel. I was wondering, is clam chowder also illegal in the South in nineteen seventy-seven? Yeah. Oh yeah. It must not be pasteurizing it. I wouldn't imagine. Chowder, chowder. <laughs> so. uh... Our crew all hops in Enos's Cadillac. Fucking Fred the dog. Fucking Sally Field. Snowman Bandit. All of them. Oh yeah. And uh, they're like, "All right, uh, let's get out of here." Oh wait, there's Buford in his dilapidated squad car. Maybe we should stop and give old Bugs Bunny Bandit one last opportunity to fuck with him a little bit. He does. Which he does. Yeah, he gets on the CB and he's like, "Actually, they have a nice little moment here, kind of." They he, do. I think he legitimately tells him like. You are the absolute best hound dog who's yeah. ever been chasing me, man. I got respect for you. No and one's fucking, ever stayed like, well, on me the fucking, way you You're guys. the best fucking I've ever chased, man. They they kind of bro it out here for a second. Yeah. And it's like, uh, if maybe like these two are going to come to an understanding. No. no. Burt Reynolds is still just fucking with him, though, because he's like, look over your left shoulder, you idiot. I'm the bandit right here, right next to you. Mother now trucker. I'm peeling out in a fucking Cadillac. What the chase is on it? again. What you going to do about it? Enter eastbound and down fucking another Woo! time over the soundtrack. The credits are rolling. We're Loaded fucking up and sequel. Tear assing all the way to Smokey and the Bandit. Two. We're going to write a second movie for this. Yeah, I don't remember Smokey and the Bandit 2. I probably haven't seen that one since I was a kid. Never saw the sequels. Oh, I was going to say, is Chowder actually the plot they go with? No idea. Do they stick with that Chowder bullshit? No idea. That's not, a great, that's not a great fucking plot for a sequel right there, this whole Chowder run. I'm going to watch them, though. Yeah, I mean, fucking everybody shows back up. Gleason's in them and shit. Uh, like, I don't know. I don't Gleason's know. Gleason's in all three. I might not have even seen, like, uh, well, I'm certain I haven't seen the third one, but I think I saw the second one at some point back in the is day. Is Burt Reynolds in the third or is he just in the second? I, don't. I think he's just in the second. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right about that. Jackie Gleason did all three because instead of taking points on the back end, he took a salary for the movie. Oh, no. You never want to see that. Not when this thing pulls in $126 million in $1977. He didn't have that kind of faith in this movie, Nate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then he had to do two and three. It's a shame right there. Yeah, it doesn't work out as good for the bandit as it does for everybody else. Yeah. I guess. But that's uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Take a little break, and we'll see what the rest of this happy birthday month has in store for us when we come back. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit's going to enter Judgment Day. Orion Pictures presents Burt Reynolds in Sharky's Machine. If you don't get out now, I'm going to have to call the police. I am the police. Sharky, vice. They were just street cops until they teamed up with Sharky and became Sharky's Machine. Seven ladies. One's got her hooks into Hodgkins, and that's the one the department won't let us touch. Now, doesn't that tell you anything? A thousand bucks a night. Is that right? Is that what they get? I want to watch it. Found the clock. Who? Domino with an E. Domino. It's a waste. You, busting hookers, 
The last casualty they had in Vice was a suicide. <laughs> what the hell are we doing? Well, we're here to arrest certain people that might be offering to perform sexual acts for money. The man with the smiling eyes. Sharky, Vice. Low-life creep. Even if there is one guy squeezing his town, he's too high to reach. Great reputation here. Slave trade. Buy him. Kidnap him, then they break him down. Drugs, rape, whatever the hell it takes, and then they sell him. Who is that? Kevin, his brother, Albert Spirelli. You're an outcast about to lose that badge of yours. You're a strange guy, Shucky. Yeah, that's what everybody says. You know you got a big communication problem here, Sharky. He wants you dead. Then I am dead. Where is Domino? You should have just brought the girl in. Nobody leans on Sharky's machine. He's got the information they need. Give us that plate number. Make me a cop. What? They've got the job he wants. Always wanted one of these. Now. Get in the car. I can't see. Raise your butt up. He's just got to grow into it. Let's get a warrant and ransack the place. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, that was just like Miami Vice. And introducing Norman D. Golden II, cop and a half. I'm your worst nightmare, an eight-year-old with the badge. Rated PG. Starts Friday at theaters everywhere. I'm a blind lawyer. Hua. Definitely not a lawyer in Scent of a Woman. I'm pretty sure he is. You've not seen that movie, as it turns out. No, he's a lawyer. He's Aren't a... they in court? Him and Chris. Uh, at the him end, and they're at a hearing at a private school because he's sued for sexual he's harassment. Kicked out of school for pulling a big prank women with the young Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. I thought Robin was in that movie. No, fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman's going to Stadt. What to Gabri- what? Gabrielle Anwar shows up in that one scene where he's huh. ordering Schlitz beers, and she's all like, "I'm charmed by you, screaming old Al Pacino." I don't know anything about that she's movie. Just talking about her with Tom Rock on the Instagram the other day because we yeah. we named dropped Burn Notice the other day. Right. Turns out he only knows her as the chick from Burn Notice. Right. Never even saw that movie where she went blind jumping a horse off a diving board. Fucking get some culture. Tom How have you Rock. not seen that? Fucking. Just taking shot. I also told him that I was going to drag him on this episode, so uh, oh, got to get a little bit of that in right now. Oh, guys, this guys, a scumbag for sure. He's a uh, he's a good good guy. Yeah, we had some some beers the other day. We, uh, yeah, yeah, talk, talked some turkey. It was it was a nice little time. How uh, did you go to uh, the local watering? Hole? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Where else would we have gone? Not to your house. You blew him off. He showed me all the text messages. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Classic, classic Matto. Yeah, yeah. Matt Judgment Day is where we uh, blow no one off. We go out to the internet and we see what people have to say. We 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 take in their words. And, uh-huh. uh, we consider them greatly, and uh, you know, I generally get a couple of one Ninja Star reviews, a couple of five Ninja Star reviews. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we read them, we talk about them. We it's a mitzvah, is what it is, right here. It's all. Uh, I got a couple of real short ones at the end here, so I, I did three and three here. I got three okay. ones and three five. I can already tell you've 
You've shown a bias for this movie. I know you're not going to be willing to hear what these one Ninja Star reviews have to say. I can see well, that you're going to be very combative towards them as, as I'm trying to hear these people out right here. Just, we'll just drink from our Coors and we'll, we'll hear what they have to okay, say. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad that you're being mature about this. My first one Ninja Star review is from a letterboxed user named Liam. Uh-huh. Sounds foreign or something, probably. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Liam says, eye-rollingly unfunny. Smokey and the Bandit is agonizing to sit through. So ignorantly confident of itself, which makes it increasingly awful to sit through. Cheaply written joke after cheaply written joke. Mm-hmm. On top of this, we have a rom- romance plot that feels less like romance and more like male fantasy. Oh. We're wooing the spunky runaway bride consists of little more than picking her up in your fast car, repeatedly commenting about jumping her, mm. and making toilet jokes until she falls for you in a few short hours. Mm-hmm. He's underestimating how uh, asking for it this chick was before she even met the bandit. Duh. Takes two, to, about his, takes two to tango, Liam. Talking about his great profile. When those horrid 96 minutes finally slide by, the finale decides to essentially sequel bait you and remind the audience how pointless the whole ordeal was. So, not wrong there. It was all pretty pointless in the end. Well, can't, can't, can't deny yeah. that, I guess. One ninja star from Letterboxd user Liam. I mean... You can't point out all the things that make the movie cool and then be like, I don't like those things. Right. (laughs) Fucking you break, loser. Bye. Uh, Maybe this next person will. uh, will I wasn't even going to give him the ham. It went off off on its own. Got a a one ninja star uh, IMDB review from user JMD14. JMD14. Let's see what they have to say here. I have to admit. I enjoyed this movie years ago, oh. back in the day. That being said, the car scenes would have been on par with the standards of the day. Now, however, they are incredibly bad. Oh! Every facet of this movie is totally annoying. Burt Reynolds plays a tiresome role as the quote-unquote legendary bandit. Yeah. Humorous parts are funny due to one laughing at the film, not with it, and be warned. In addition to appalling shots, you have to be a loving country music addict to enjoy the score. Oh, boy. And the support acting is, well, don't even bother going there. Must be talking about those two guys talking about the waitress. Wow. The only, hopefully, was Sally Field. But at this point in her career, she hadn't defined the skills that would later give her a relatively good reputation. She's a fucking flying nun. What are you talking about? Yeah, flying nun and Gidget. All in all, do not waste your time with this movie unless you like ugly American Trans Am cars or extremely crappy, lazy dialogue and plotline that makes you wish the movie would hurry up and conclude. (laughs) One Ninja Star from IMDb user... JMD 14. They his drive name, the car, man. His name was Ham. Fucking, uh, got one last one Ninja Star review here, uh, from 
from an old favorite of mine who I always like to pull out oh. whenever they've got something to say. This is a one Ninja Star letterboxed user from Muppet Christmas who says, Hey, this movie is not as good as the Muppet Christmas Carol. One Ninja Star from Letterboxd user Muppet Christmas. I'm going to allow it because yeah. Lil Enos wrote a lot of those songs in Muppet yeah, Christmas. Absolutely. And, uh, fucking fucking played the uh, one, one, one of the ghosts. So oh, yeah. There you go. So They're just going you know, down uh, all the cast members' other movies and seeing if there's one as good as the Muppet Christmas. I, I, I don't blame him. That's like his Few things are as good as the Muppet Christmas, whatever, Carol. man, you know? Okay, Matt, there's some five Ninja Star reviews out there for sure. Some wordy ones as well. There's a lot of baby boomers who got a lot of love for this movie, and they want to ramble about it on uh, IMDb message boards and whatnot. That's cool that they found a place to go Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Uh, I've got uh, my first one is a five Ninja Star review from IMDb user Texas Ridge. Oh, that's a cool name. It's pretty cool. He says, from the moment that Burt Reynolds drive that black and gold Firebird Trans Am out of the back of that trailer, the world stood still. Somebody that gets it. I know that the events of this film are so far-fetched that it's ridiculous, but I still cannot help but to love this film as one of my all-time favorites. This guy's getting it. I love the Eastbound and Down theme song. This guy's getting it. I love the silly chase scenes. This guy's... I love the quirky CB talk. I like this guy. I even love the way actors played these characters. This is a good guy. It was almost as if they, Bert, Jerry, Sally, and Jackie were all born to play these roles Uh because I cannot imagine anyone else in any of those roles. You don't have to. I hope they never do a remake. Me too. This is an American classic. I don't care that the AFI movie critics and the Oscar crowd will never accept this as a masterpiece. We don't need them. Personally, I would rather watch Smokey and the Bandit a hundred times before I'd watch American Beauty or The English Patient once. Thank you. Finally, somebody said it. It's needed to be said. To hell with the critics. Smokey and the Bandit is an American classic whether they like it or not. Amen. Uh, five ninja stars from I that was him giving himself his own amen to just for four oh yeah it wasn't me doing any commentary Texas Reg five ninja stars from Texas Reg <laughs> sounds like you're on board there um okay I've got another uh, five ninja star review from IMDb user blues twenty four that's cool but blues that's is like with cool. a Z not well, with an duh. S blues twenty four not an idiot yeah yeah who says. I saw this movie in 1977 when I was seven. No one likes a a braggart blues. And I thought it was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. All right, tell me more. I agree with the reviewer that the black and gold Trans Am is a really neat looking car. Yes. There's something about the black with the gold snowflake rims. It just looks neat. It does. I hope to show this movie to a son someday. Oh, got (laughs) sad, kind of, but go ahead. It's also a lot more wholesome than today's movies. Ah. It is because of movies like this that I am a volunteer police officer. That's okay. Burt Reynolds is a very underrated actor. He was the only person who could play the bandit. Some reviewer on here said the police cars were either Pontiac Trans Ams or Plymouth Furies. About the former, they were clearly not Trans Ams. I think he meant that they were Grand Ams. It was a car Pontiac made in the 1970s for a few years before the Grand Am name was brought back in the 1980s as a front-wheel drive car. 
That's all true. Enjoy the movie. One, oh. uh, one ninja star from IMDb user Blues24. What a nice guy. Yeah, That's nice guy. guy. What's, what's Weird, that? though, that he was like, or maybe he agrees with my assessment of uh, Buford T. Justice yeah. being the uh, reluctant could anti-hero be, yeah, here. Could be. He also might have a little... Sc- also, uh, how do you feel about uh, this 50, 52-year-old hoping he can show this movie to his son someday? <laughs> what, do you think, what do you think the chances of that working out are? Oh, he's 52? Point? He said he was 7 in 77. Uh, when did he write the review? That's a good question. Maybe maybe it was a few years ago. Hopefully. Maybe he's already shown this to his son. Hopefully he was one of the first to have the internet. Hopefully, yeah, and for sure. got that review out there real fast. Matt, I have one more Ish. five ninja star he review here. Maybe. Quick and to the point. Maybe he doesn't have oh, that no. kid. Oh, no. God damn it. This is uh, from a letterboxed user named Gabe Hallmark. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who says... I would sell my soul for that Firebird. Five Ninja Stars. <laughs> Butterbox user, Gabe Hallmark. I'm polite private investigator, Gabe Hallmark. <laughs> uh, probably got a big day coming up on Valentine's Day. Yep. Busy day for him, solving crimes. Just finding out how much somebody else's spouse really loves oh, them they're cheating on you all the time i'm <laughs> sorry to have to tell it to you here in this uh hallmark greeting card but here are the details here are the snapshots Gabe hallmark believes i in put him in love. the little gift card slot the uh polaroids of, You're uh, wrong. your wife just getting railed gabe hallmark goes around proving how much people's spouses <laughs> really love them here i've got pictures here here he is buying flowers for you at your favorite flower place here he is turning down the advances of the 19 year old girl selling him the flowers yep what a guy several times what a guy here she is trying to show him all of her nudes on her phone and he's just refusing mm. to look at them here i got pictures of him kicking a dog but that's got nothing to yeah, do no, with no, the two no. of you guy that's hates, got nothing to do with your guy hates dogs and that's that's his own thing matt what are your final thoughts and your ninja star rating of smoking the bandit from 1977 which we've called Maybe the best Burt Reynolds fucking role of all time? Nate. Question mark? Not only is it one of the greatest, if not the greatest, Burt Reynolds movie of all time, mm. it's one of my favorite movies mm. of all time. Mm. I've seen this movie a billion times, and uh, I'm always entertained. Wow. I don't have a bad time. I'm never like, ugh, Smokey and the Bandit again. There's always something great I didn't catch. Or some little subtlety I didn't notice. Uh, some slur Jackie Gleason slipped in. That too is this movie though, man. It does. It's ninety six minutes. It checks a lot of our boxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no nudity, but it's the seventies, so there's loose boobies and Feels big like those butts girls everywhere. at the end waiting for the bandit to drive by. Would have been flashing him as he drove yeah. by. Yeah, this is just a little note for me. Just a little note. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it because it's gonna help me, you know, flip the coin that I've been dealing with. Do I go four? Do I go five? Mm. Mm. I'll split the difference and call it four and a half. Because four and a good half. Good God, do I really love this movie? Big fan of Smokey and the Bandit for sure. This is one I hadn't seen in a long time, so it was uh, a breath of fresh air watching it right here. Yeah, uh, especially because I watched it. Uh, 
pretty close in succession with watching that White most recent uh, Ghostbusters movie oh. that came out. Uh, fucking, you didn't like that one. It's, it's too long. It's, way it's too just self serious and like fucking just like melodramatic about everything. Mm. It's just a fucking mechanical retread of shit we've already seen to try and churn up some empty nostalgia. It really put a bad taste in my mouth for everything they're fucking making in Hollywood right now. And just to see a movie where the plot is just, we gotta drive some Coors beer from X to fucking Y in fucking this amount of time. What a breath of fresh air. This wasn't some... Two and a half hour long, no. overly complicated fucking yeah. lore building attempt at franchise bullshit. Thank you. Fucking Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Can it please just be about them having to haul space cores from fucking yeah. one solar system to the next? And we got the Nova Core on their fucking backs or something. Something in and out 90 minutes where you're not fucking worried about the cameos and the fucking... Uh, the references. Everybody and get their dues. Deep and fucking lore explaining. And, and Jesus yeah. Christ. All the fucking melodramatic trailers with the slowed down pop songs and the yeah. inception noises. and Only product placement God, you need is course. Damn, I hate movies that come out right you now. Sure Give do. me something fun and light and breezy like Smokey and the Bandit. And I'm not going to have too many complaints. No. Uh, you know, there's some points where the plot doesn't make much sense this chase have to the chase that happens is the same chase over and over again but doesn't matter this is a turn your brain off when you're hung over on a sunday afternoon mm-hmm. movie i'm gonna give it a solid three and a half bullets mm, okay. and the Bandit. not bad not, not bad. bad not bad at all fucking hey enough. how about when uh fucking paul rudd's buying ice cream jamoka <laughs> All right. He's pretty funny. You put huh? Paul Rudd in your movie. There's bound yeah. to be a gem or two here or there. It's, 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 that's that's guy. undeniable right there. Did you like Ghost Egon? Uh, really, really was uh, made uncomfortable by Ghost Egon. Really? Yeah. Fucking, it's just, uh, I think everybody involved in the whole situation was as well. They all looked like, well, we shouldn't be doing this. This isn't something we should be doing. <laughs> How big's the paycheck? All right, I'll stand here while you paint in a ghost of my dead friend right next to me i mean they really really tried to paint that movie out like it's cool this is what he wanted yeah i don't think so it's it's no paul walker driving away at the end mm. of that fast and furious movie as a ghost oh no That's spoilers i'm sure i'm waiting until the 10th one comes out and then i'm gonna watch Just them all binge watch all those motherfuckers man mana you know what uh once 10 of them come out if there's if there's anything we should be probably uh, condemning Burt Reynolds for, it's all these car chase movies leading to that fucking franchise eventually becoming That's a thing. Fair. It's all Reynolds' fault right there. But way to fuck us. Coming up, we're we're gonna move away from his car chase heights of the 1970s. And guy's got range. Move into his slightly more dour 1980s, where he was a little bit more here and there, yeah. seeing what the next phase of his career was gonna be. We're talking about. One of his most well-regarded fucking films. Mm. One where also he's behind the camera as well as in front of it. This is a Burt Reynolds-directed flick. Sharky's Machine, Matt. Nice. Burt Reynolds is playing a cop. He's a cop. Next week here on the podcast. Fucking (laughs) seek it out. Watch it. Uh, It won't be as gassy. We won't be drinking Coors. There won't be as many belches in it. We'll be hopefully back to bourbon because it's baby oil and blow. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own.
They tear your dreams apart And every new town Just seems to bring you down Trying to find peace of mind Can break your heart It's so Place.